Dear Lord, it's June 1st. Time for the pregame podcast. DJ, hit that shit. All systems go. Mm, welcome. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. We don't need your education. We don't need your thought control. <laughs> shut up. What's up, guys? It's Dan. We're here for another Saturday. And it is uh, Killian here once again. And I'm that one guy here to scare you all. Nobody even knows your name yet, do they? Probably not. Have we said your name on air yet? I think so. It was yeah, like I think we've said like 10 different names for you. So yeah, that's true. You're probably lost. I only have like 50, so it's all good. That's funny. <laughs> so, um, how's everyone doing today on this beautiful pregame Saturday? Slightly hungover. Looking to fix that. Yeah, definitely hungover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know the cure for a hangover. More alcohol. Just keep drinking. <laughs> ask, I have nothing. Ask, oh, what the? I didn't even think I about that. I asked you if you needed something. <laughs> what do you think I meant? Uh, I had such a headache. I don't care. Okay, then that's you went to fine. A too. Why'd you not bring your shit? We could, uh... We could... T- today could be the day where we test our uh, intermission. Why we run to the gas station? <laughs> That's the intermission. Or yeah, <laughs> you guys are just going to listen to the Mission Possible theme for about twelve minutes. <laughs> Beer run. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, how's it? Everyone good today? Doing good. Okay. Um, feel hungover. We went to the bar last night. Dan got smashed. Dan got smashed. <laughs> Which bar did you guys go to? We just went to Code 3 before they closed, and then they kicked us out, and we went to Gators, and they closed and kicked us <laughs> 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 Sounds nice. You're just shutting places down. Hell yeah. Shut two, two down in one night, night bitch. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I mean, rode out to go to the lounge and sat out there till four and then they kick us out there, too. Oh, wow. It was like deja vu. All right, we're closed. Get the fuck out. That's pretty cool. All right, we're closed. Get the fuck out. <laughs> this happened already. I feel like Why? I, I feel like I've had this conversation once before. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, well, obviously, yesterday was a good day. Um, I called out of work. So there was a lot of that going around yesterday. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people called out of work yesterday. <laughs> a lot of people. Wow. But I, I, I called out of work. Uh, I got my cousin and her husband's in town from Wyoming. Actually, our cousin, I should say, Jose. Yeah, I'm Uh, part of the family still. Yeah. (laughs) Our cousin is in town. Uh, We went to Bush Gardens, spent all day in Bush Gardens, went to Ninja Sushi Bar, Sushi Restaurant, whatever, had sushi, drank some sake bombs. First time I've ever had a sake bomb. That was pretty intense. We all had a sake bomb. It was like six of us. That shit will fuck you (laughs) up. It's like, when I say sake, you say bomb. Sake. Bomb! And you slam the table, and sake drops in, and you just chug it. And I was pretty intense. I was. It was actually pretty good, though. And then we went out to uh, Q Masters and shut that down. Damn, that was nice. that was a good time. I was responsible, so I only had a few drinks. Everybody else, yeah, a couple sake bombs. Our, our, our cousin Kendall got pretty. pretty no, she got wasted. She got a little wasted. It was fun. It was a good time. Nice. Mm-hmm. What? What are you? What are you guys doing uh, this evening? Well, I don't know about immediately after this, but at some point I do want to hit the lounge, yeah, and see who's out there, and then try to get the word out so we can scare as many people as possible with this. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yep. Booky booky. Yeah, I believe. Uh, oh yeah, I picked up the tab for everybody and everything last night. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like terrible, but it was just 
because they were like ready to go and we were just like socializing yeah. and having a good time. Everybody was pretty tipsy, so we were just being loud. And they're like, it is now 10 after 2. Uh, if you're still here, you're trespassing. And they were just, I was like, oh, well, we should probably go before we piss them off. So, instead of trying like, to, instead oh, of, against that and it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, they're well, as long as they're not serving alcohol, they can stay open to whenever they want. No, the they trespassing just, part. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, instead of trying to deal with, split the bill six ways and figure out who had what to drink, I was yeah, just like. Cause it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I, I just paid. They'll pay me back. Probably not, but they'll pay no. me back. That money is leaving. They cover the bill next time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, the next time they're in town, what, six years? Two years from now. Two years from now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing. It seems like every two years they come. Yeah. An anniversary trip. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, no, it was fun. I had a good time last night. I don't know. I'm going to a Tides game tonight with everybody, and then... Yeah. I I told him though since I drove last night somebody has to drive tonight so I can get so you can get smashed yeah that's my turn on their t- on their tab make sure they're buying all the beer yeah <laughs> right exactly you know, going into that uh, restaurant they got up there I don't know they got I, that restaurant in there they got a full bar in there oh yeah well, I usually just buy beers from the concessions yeah so. uh, we the company that I work for we they. Usually once a year we'll go to a ties game and we all sit in the bar and nobody watches the fucking baseball game. Everyone's just drinking and bullshitting around. They got like a uh, buffet thing. It's kind of mm. mostly shitty food, but it's yeah. food. So I, I've never actually been down that far and gone into the restaurant. So yeah, it's it's all right. The main thing is you get the full bar service and you get tables. So you're just kind of sitting there watching the game on the TV or sticking your head through the window. What the hell is happening? He hit it. Oh, good job, team. Uh, is that now? <laughs> Drunk. Uh, I come to the Americas to watch the baseball. <laughs> it will be good, yeah. Yeah. What does high score mean? Did I break it? <laughs> oh, man. Are the Tides doing anything this year? I haven't been following. I have yet to go to a Tides game this season. Yeah, they seem to consistently do dick, so... It's still a good experience. Like it's very relaxed. Unlike, yeah. you know, if you go to like a basketball or a football game, it's yeah, like everybody's, everybody's hyped like up. hyped and like cheering and yelling. Like baseball is just laid back. Yeah, just you sit in your chair. You can converse too. Yeah. Like you actually hear each other talk because it's yeah, not interesting. You're just sitting there <laughs> just waiting for someone to get smashed in the face with a pop fly. Just sitting there waiting for anything to happen. It's boring. That's why I can't watch baseball on TV. I just I, I, I don't care that much. I'm okay. sorry. That's true. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just... Slow news week. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're all just like super hungover right now. Yeah. So. We're just like... Uh, we're getting overcast. Uh, fixing to get the same way tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this may be a 30-minute podcast. Right? <laughs> Oh, I know. Uh, I found some random videos yesterday that would be thoroughly entertaining. I found one. That I know. I definitely want to see the uh, and informational. Informational. I actually we don't came need to across do that at all. Wait, 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 wait. I guess you think this is Josh. <laughs> yeah, this is not supposed to be educational by any means. Uh, so we're but, gonna, it's like porn. Even though, as yeah. I'm saying that, I'm going to educate you guys. Mermaids are real. <laughs> <laughs> I came across the video. He finally watched the new Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a documentary. <laughs> no, they got uh, that TV show. Have you seen that TV show, The Mermaid Show? 
No, what? They're trying to, like... It's, it's a mockumentary. It's not even supposed to be a real documentary. They did a season of it where they were making fun of people who thought mermaids were real. Only they did it in the spirit of a real documentary. And enough people watched it and thought it was real. real. (laughs) Enough people watched it and thought they were real that they have to do a second season now. (laughs) This is on Discovery Channel. It's like Fear Factor. Wow. Maybe maybe that's what I saw. Maybe I I saw a clip that looked like a documentary. That's probably what I watched. (laughs) Look, they, they showed like a shark or something like that that had been stabbed with stingray barbs. And they're like, these are stingrays that are only in deep ocean so like you could only get them by fishing that way and then you make the speed make a spear out of it and this this one broke off in the shark and it's like it's a fake shark it's a fake spear and um, people took that shit way seriously what, what about all the pictures of people finding mermaid bodies washed up on a the shore they're all bullshit yeah and they're all bullshit weird things Although, so, no, i think i've seen one that looked like it could have been legit but the rest of it is all just, like, stupid shit. Bullshit. I don't know. It seemed legit. I mean, it kind of look, just looked like a mutated fish. <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, man. That's pitiful. I know. People taking that shit way too seriously. Oh, man. Do you guys believe in UFOs? Extraterrestrial? Extraterrestrials? I believe in extraterrestrials, but why would they fuck with us? We're idiots. That's true. <laughs> we're like, we that's why we haven't stupid. found them yet. Yeah, we're pretty much a plague on this earth, this beautiful green earth that we have destroyed. We this a plague Did you see galaxy? the picture on uh, Facebook that by uh, the I fucking love science page where it was like, like, you know, hundreds or like thousands of years ago, it was like, here, this is a fence. We use a fence to keep out all the other wildlife. And it was like this little teeny fence on the the entire globe and everything else was green and then it like showed it escalating until like today's age it's like here's a fence we use this to keep in the (laughs) elephants and the giraffes and and all the other animals and it's like this little teeny fence on the entire globe and I'm like that's true like we like completely destroyed like all the beauty of this earth with buildings and other nonsense we feel the need what the humans have done from space you would think it's a fucking cancer or plague or something Mm -hmm. like we are yeah, we're exactly. mold on a sandwich, as Joe Rogan said on the intro of the special. We are mold on the sandwich. We're here to eat the sandwich. And then yeah. all the smart people are going to die, and we're going to be fucked, and everything's going to start growing again. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, yeah, well... Y'all seen that show, that series, where it's like after people or whatever? Yeah. Just people just I, I've, I've wanted to, Yeah, I've wanted to watch it, but I haven't seen it. It looks really interesting. It was, it was pretty interesting. I liked it. It looks uh, like cocaine. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I want to show y'all that video from Amy Schumer, the new Amy Schumer show. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that yesterday. Do you want to uh, look it up? I'll look it up. You can look it up. I'm not going to look it up. Well, why don't you look it up? He doesn't like it. Uh, you can close the Your Windows Media Player. <laughs> While Dan's loading up this video that he's so adamantly about, I was watching. Um, you look like you got nothing, dude. <laughs> You're just like zoned out right now. Dude, I'm so tired. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, no, like we shut down Keymasters last night, but we stayed until the parking in the parking lot talking till about three, three thirty. Yeah. Like we just kept staying. Oh, it was such a good time at Q Masters though. It was so, so funny. Everybody cash. was drunk and 
our waitress it's so funny like we had a waitress a new waitress i've never seen before but she her shot she was cute i mean she's young but she's cute she's 20 but her she has a boyfriend and her boyfriend randomly showed up to her work and was like three tables down from us Uh. him and his buddies and it was like and Josh, considering that he's getting married in about a month, like he doesn't yeah. care. He'll he'll ask any any girl any question because you know it's not like he's gonna like hook up with her. So he's like, because we like we saw the signs, and then we finally asked her. We're like, oh, is uh Josh was like, so is that your boyfriend over there? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And then like we just kept asking her questions, like, and then she's like, um, yeah, he surprised me at work. I I haven't seen him in like three days. And Josh was like. So what has he been doing the last three days? <laughs> so, That's fucked do up. Do you know where he was? And he started interrogating her. And, I know where he was. And he was like, and she was like, no, he's in the military and he's been working doubles, blah blah. blah. And and Josh was just like, are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. He's a dick. Excuse. It was so Your funny. But no, 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 no. That's not even the beginning. Like so, as soon after, like that was early in the night that he asked this because, well, first of all, he was trying to get her to hook up with me, but obviously. Yeah. But secondly, they met on Match.com. Oh, that's a solid yeah, that's relationship. solid relationship. But it was so funny because he looks like the jealous type. This kid, oh, yeah. all right. And so the rest of the night, we just start messing with him, like because Josh is like every time she comes over, like chatting him up, super, like complete, like chatting our waitress up, and he kept looking over and getting jealous. And so he would like kind of like touch her in her back and rub her arm, and like we would he would just like flirt with her and smile and stuff. It was so funny, and he kept looking over and then like. Towards the end of the night, he just stopped playing pool. He sat down at the table, and he was just, like, you know, gritting his teeth and this, that, and the other. Oh, man, it was it was a good time. And the whole time, like, uh, my friend uh, David was there, and he was super wasted. Like, he pounded shots before we even left, and he was just, like, talking crap, like, I know for a fact he could hear us because he's only like three tables away. And oh, I love doing that. And David just didn't care. It was so funny. It was. I wish I could have like recorded the conversations, but we were just. It was our goal to piss him off. <laughs> I love doing that. I like just sit like right next to someone and just start talking shit, so you know that they hear uh, you. Like we were just that talking, fucking prick. We were talking about like, oh my god, he's probably the super jealous type. Like he's getting super jealous right now. Like oh, like we we're. We're like he after after all this, like how like we were flirting with her, and then it turns out that a table next to us, at, cause she was a waitress too, was like the group of guys was doing the exact same thing because they found out that was her boyfriend. <laughs> at the end of the night, when we go pay, they're like, "You were doing that too?" Like, yeah, we were trying to piss this kid off, and he was just getting super pissed because I think that's why because they hadn't oh whatever if they've been working doubles and whatnot, he probably showed up like at her work because he's probably yeah. worried about what she's doing at work and stuff and seeing her in her element. He was not happy, and like he was probably gonna. We were all joking. We we're like, he's probably gonna go home and just be like, it's either me or this job. Take your pick. <laughs> like I, he just looked like that type, like that insecure type that was just like. You should have just military. stood up and been like, I would so smash that waitress. <laughs> no, Dude, like, I totally want to tap that. What about you guys? You all want to hit that? Let's see if we can't make this oh happen. All right, guys. No, I told her I was like. You don't need Match.com. You've already found your match right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, you say that shit uh, to yes, her? Yes, I told her that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, why are you messing with this guy? He looks like a tool. But whatever. All right, you pulling out lines that I would make Corbin use. That's that's not a good thing. The sad part is Corbin pulls them off. Yeah, well, that's, that's Kevin Corbo. 
Heat ignorant. <laughs> oh man, it was it was unlike because Josh is basically married and David was drunk, so he didn't care. Yeah. So everybody was just Does like David ever care. Like there was a time when our cousin Kendall was like playing pool by herself, like and she was making like six and seven shots in a row apparently, but nobody was paying attention to her because we were all trying to figure out ways to piss this kid off. <laughs> well. <laughs> It was awesome. I think she came halfway across the country for this. <laughs> she turned around. And she's like, "Did nobody just see that? I just made like six shots in a row." And we're all like, "Oh, good job, Kendall." So, pat <laughs> on the back. You're distracting us uh, from how we were we even. This guy. Uh, it, it was. It was a good time. I'm used to hanging out with girls. Shut up. <laughs> Phone so I'm silent. Yeah, please. please. Yeah, forget about that. We're professionals. <laughs> Slash probably going to blow up now too. What the hell is that? All right, so uh, Dan's got this video to show you. Yes, I want to show y'all. Show y'all the uh, the new Amy Schumer show. Oh. Okay, okay. I know who that is. <laughs> anyway, everybody's on their phones. This is like real professional. It is. It is. This is I mean, I, we're networking. Someone said hi. <laughs> this is why why you can show this video, so we can bail nerves and cell phones. All right, kids. Are you gonna at least tell us what this video is about? Like, give a scat, a description. Well, first of all, I want to thank you both for coming in here today for this little interview slash audition slash you're hired. Flavia, we of course know each other from our last project. Thank you so much for flying yourself in from Brazil. And Amy, welcome. Thank you. How'd you find out about this little project? I saw it in a, an ad in a magazine. It just said. Uh, actress slash models uh, for marketing viral video. Yeah, yeah, that's so. our ad in Stagecouch. Fantastic. Well, Flavia, I mean, this is going to be a little old hat for you, but let me give Amy here a quick rundown. In a nutshell, it's a marketing video. We're calling it Two Girls, One Cup. And we're hoping it goes viral. It opens on you and Flavia naked, kissing each other over some soft piano music. Nothing too intense, just some light kissing. Then, Amy, you're going to stand up and spread your cheeks, shit into a cup. Then both of you will lick the shit out of the cup, spread it all over your faces, and then kiss each other some more with shit on your face. Next, Flavia, you're going to blow some bubbles with the shit. And then Amy, you're going to sit on a dildo while Flavia vomits the shit into your mouth. Then you vomit the shit back into Flavia's mouth. Then Flavia revomits that shit one more time back into your mouth. Uh, yeah, that's it. The end. Just one quick question. Will we be using some sort of a CGI effect or, like, stage chocolate? No, you'll be eating a full cup of real shit. There's no fancy special effects here. We're, we're indie, you know, so it's super low budge. Size-wise, are we talking a teacup? 16-ounce glass. Is this, like, going to be an art film? Like, it might wind up in the MoMA? No. no. But it, it's, like, commentary. <laughs> no. It's kind of meta, you know? Like, that, that scene in American Beauty the, with the plastic bag. Kind of no, whirling. I haven't seen that movie. Well, the image, it's a plastic bag whirling around in the wind. It was kind of like... Is it a bag of shit? <laughs> No. No, no. Is it art? It's scat porn. <laughs> Basically the opposite of art. You won't see our faces. Oh, right? we will definitely see both your faces. But they'll be um, blurred, you know, the blur effect or, or like a, a black bar when it's like I mean, over. They'll have the dark shit on them. There's going to be shit on our eyes? Will we be tested yeah. for diseases beforehand? No, we use the honor system here. And Flavia knows the drill. I do your baño, baño. Yeah, see. What? You guys are going to be viral video stars, huh? Oh, Who's ready? He's like so calm. Right? Yeah. What do you say? Chinese food, as we talk about. <laughs> I'll 
I'll do it. I'll do it. I definitely need more on-camera experience. So. You're going to get it right now. There's one little hitch. We need you to definitely lose some weight. And I'm thinking ballpark, three, five pounds. That's a lot of weight. Yeah, mainly in the face. Maybe I'll just lose it the day of into the cup. <laughs> It's gross, Amy. She's eating. Yeah, that, so uh, that happened. <laughs> you just came across this video. Oh, no, it's a TV show. I saw it on TV. New Inside Amy Schumer. Check that shit out. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, no, she is really funny, but... Yeah. Her stand-up's great. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> What's sad. next on the agenda? I don't know. I don't know. We're good at this. Oh, no. I want to know. You guys said you had a story last weekend after I left, and you guys did not tell me the story. <laughs> I okay. want to know what's going so, on. So, so I'm I, sitting at those tables that we're kind don't of... Leave, don't leave out details. All right, so he'll I'm, tell it, and then I'll correct the drunken yeah. blackouts that he had. Yeah, that <laughs> Um So I'm sitting at the tables that were beside the pool tables. We were just sitting there waiting to leave, kind of saying bye to people and stuff. And over my shoulder, I see an arm grab my, grab my beard and use my beard to... Pull me towards her. It's a chick. And she just starts screaming, That's you're that's a poser. You're a poser. That beard is a poser. I was like, No, but it's a fucking real beard. How am I <laughs> This is a real beard, sweetheart. Included on this morning. Uh, yeah, right. Now my first instinct was to punch her in her fucking dumb head. Because you don't yank on a man's beard. It's you know. So there goes our other women viewers, listeners. I don't give a fuck. No, this is my important first, information. My, was, my first instinct was to punch this girl. Well, I'm sorry, but one, I was wasted. Two, she was more wasted than I was. That's true. She was way more drunk. You didn't mind when I pulled on your beard. Well, because you cuddle with me. <laughs> yeah, it's okay if you cuddle afterwards. Yeah. yeah. At I that point, the, the beard pulling is just foreplay. <laughs> I don't remember all of the conversation that was had, but I can tell you some of the highlights were <laughs> defreezing the turkey, and then <laughs> she was like, "It's about thirty t- in here." <laughs> and then about thirty times in a row, she wanted to make sure that we knew she was going to defreeze her farts. <laughs> now, Josh, fill in the rest of that conversation. Yeah, it was like. I don't know how she came out, uh, came into it because like I caught my breath again and I turned around because I was I was done. I was just laughing my ass off the whole time. I could not believe like the random belligerent shit that is just coming out of her mouth. And I, I, at this point, I I'm just trying to keep her talking because I know this is going to be entertainment value for the podcast. I know <laughs> I have to keep her talking. It's like yes, talk more, talk more. And fucking, I finally catch my breath. I turn back around and I look up and she's like, "It's Thanksgiving in here." I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm defreezing farts. I was like, what? I was on the ground doubled over when her boyfriend comes over and asks if she was bothering us. Uh, that was the greatest thing ever. Wow. I don't know what to make of it, but when you have a really drunk, rel- relatively attractive woman, Screaming how she's defreezing de- farts up in here. You fucking listen. So I, I, I just want to, Dan. I just want to clarify one thing. 
The only reason that you didn't just punch that bitch in the face was because you wanted the story for our podcast. Yes. Yep, yep. That's okay, that's that's what I gathered out that's of that. A, okay. That the only, the only, reason. only reason. She yanked my beard. Had this happened two weeks ago before the podcast, she would have been a flattened. Yeah, she would have got decked. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. cause I don't see anything. I'm looking at Josh. She reaches over my left shoulder, grabs no, my beard. We're talking to the, uh, uh, talking to the bouncer. Or talking to somebody. I don't know. I was talking. And she came up and, and started yanked. walking towards the bouncer and then just like grabs my beard and just grabs his beard <laughs> that i don't give a fuck who you are if you yank on my beard and i don't know you and it's not there's no context for just you just yank on i'm yes i'm going to punch you i don't care if you're a woman don't fucking yank on my beard bitch you need to learn there's consequences to your action just because you got tits doesn't mean you get the permission to fuck with people like that don't let random, to you. Random, really like it <laughs> yeah random random thought somebody made it very clear the other day when they said it that um, I have no idea who told me this, but it, I feel it's very true. Women want to be paid equal, but they still want to be treated like a woman. I think we talked about this yeah, that was last week. Or did I don't know who said it. You might have said it. I've heard other people say it, and I just feel like that. Chris Rock said it. I, I, was, reciting, I was reciting Chris Rock. I yeah. said they want to be treated like a woman and paid like an equal. Yes. That's what they want. That's all they want. They don't want actual equal rights. They don't want to have to pick up the tab every other time, half the time. They don't want to yeah. hold the door for me every other time. You know, they still want to be treated like a woman. Yeah. So, and it's you, you know, t- like if I ran up and I just pulled this the back of her head, she would probably turn around and punch me or slap me. So she the, would not be happy. And in the context, I wouldn't have been that startled if Dan just punched the girl. Nah, equal rights. I mean, yeah, I'm not I mean, if it was a guy, if it was a guy, I would have decked Flat. him outright. I don't care about the story at that point. You know, I w- even if it was for the sake of the podcast, the fact that she was a woman, I was like, you know what? Okay, we'll let this ride and see how this plays out. But if it was a dude, you would have been pulling me off of him, Josh. I would have fucking decked his ass. You would have swung and hit the floor. That's what you would have done. You were hammered. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, but she was more hammered. That is true. Let's, let's. I was amazed that she was walking. But to our listeners at home, let's all be clear. Uh, we would not be surprised, but none of us condone hitting a woman here. This is right. true. We were just saying... We don't encourage that behavior at all. I just said I would not be surprised if it happened. And in the context of theory, equality, it you know would make sense. But yeah. in today's society, no, none of us condone just randomly hitting That's a woman. That's why you get some women, when they get hit, and you just have to ask yourself, okay, wait, what led to her getting hit? Was she, did she, let's, let's go for equal rights here. Did that person earn it? Did they do something that yeah, to provoke yeah. a getting the fucking face punched in? Because like you, there's only certain way, kind of way you can talk to a man as a man. Men amongst themselves, you can't talk to them a certain kind of way without expecting to get punched in the face. But if a woman talks the same way, we have to just oh, that's, it's the same reason yeah. back the fight we had or the discussion we had last week about women in UFC. We mm-hmm. can't. You, there's a different physical thing going on there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I can't true. just punch you in the face because you're not built to take a punch like a dude is. That's very true. So equal rights, uh, my and- ass. Like I want everyone to be treated fairly. I don't want anyone to be abused or taken advantage of at all. That's fucked up. Uh, we're, we're, uh, yeah, but you're, you're just saying it goes both ways. Absolutely, you got to be. You can't, can't allow. You can't. A, a woman cannot 
put their hands on a man either, even though we are built to take it and we could probably withstand it much better than vice versa. It's still the respect level goes both ways. Yeah. yeah. If, if a man I mean, slaps me the way a woman might slap a man, if she's, they're having an argument or something, you know, I've, I've seen it happen in public. A woman slap a man. I'm knocking the shit. I'm I'm having a fucking fight with that person. If it's a guy, I'm I'm knocking him to the ground. But because it's a woman, you have to just sit there and take it. Do you not understand the concept of equal rights across the board? Plus, in in any man's defense, if it ever came up, it's you're pretty much putting yourself in a lose lose situation. If you get into a physical battle with a woman and you lose. You just got beat up by a girl. If you get into a physical battle with a woman and win, congratulations, you just beat a woman. You're going to jail. (laughs) Like, there's no wins, like, winning situation. They're asking many questions at that point. The charges are taking you to jail. The charges are more fucking severe most of the time when you, um, if you hit a woman. Oh, yeah. Because most of the time, it's not just assault, it's uh, domestic violence. Yeah, that's your significant other. No, that, well, yeah. Yeah, because but even if a gay couple, the guy, uh, one guy hits another guy, then that's dom- that's considered domestic violence, too, because yeah, I mean, that's, in a that's relationship. That's the most common, you know, story I can think of between, you know, guy beating a girl. I mean, outside of kindergarten class, <laughs> you don't hear about that shit very often. That's true. Well, yeah, but it goes on more than we know. I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm sure it happens more. It goes on but, I mean, because there are male chauvinists that strike the fear into their significant other's eyes to the point where they are scared to speak out yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying I'm just, I've never seen a drunk guy walking through a bar and just cold cock a girl. I have seen a drunk guy walk through a bar and cold cock another guy. Well, yeah, I've seen guys punch guys all the time. I have actually been at the bar when a man, this is like ex-boyfriend and girlfriend, like they just broke up recently at the time. The guy basically open hand punches the girl and pushes her in the face. (laughs) I will say that guy did not make it out of the bar. Yeah. Like, okay, I I was at the bar. That's still domestic violence, so that's... It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, even if it isn't public, yeah, yeah. I, they're a couple, yeah. yeah. No, they, 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 they were, they're basically, they had yes, just broken they up, had just broken still, up like, within a couple days. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had been dating. Violence. Okay, like, I, I'm just saying, I've been in the situation because I was hanging out with my friend, and I, we were hanging out with our two girlfriends, like, no, just female friends. Yeah. And we were talking, having a good time and everything, and it was cool for her to actually come out and not be with her significant other at the time ex-significant other whatever and for some reason he shows up to where she's at randomly obviously because there's insecurity trust issues and a bunch of other stuff going on from her left shoulder yeah and they argued i don't know it was stupid she he came in they had a verbal argument he went away um she was clearly flustered and pissed off at that point not having a good time then he came back and they argued again and he got in her ear and said some i don't know what he said but he got right in their ear and said something to the point and was and then she got pissed off and said f you f this and then that's when he was like open hand like basically open hand punched her in the face and that's and then when you met your friend floor i <laughs> i got up and my friend 
Corey got up and <laughs> situation was resolved. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I, I I've actually witnessed it. That's the only time I've ever witnessed uh, a man hitting a woman, and it just that is. Sweet. If you if you ever know me, I I only have two pet peeves. I literally okay. I have like two major pet peeves, and I have two minor pet peeves. My two major pet peeves are when a man hits a woman without reason, and are pretty much for the most part at all. But when a man hits a woman, when somebody cheats, I I just I don't. I just, I don't understand it. I don't believe in it. Like, it's just, I don't like cheating. My other two pet peeves are, if you're in my car and you turn down my radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that problem before. Expect, like, I'll understand if you receive a phone call and it is of importance, I will turn down my radio for you. You can answer that phone call quickly and then we're going to get back to my music. But if you find reasons to call people while you're riding around in my car... You will get out of my car and you'll be a pedestrian. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I, and then, yeah, they'll be like, oh, hold on, I want to call my boy. And then you turn down the radio and he gets on the phone and he's like, yo, what's up? Nothing. What are you doing? Like, you're not even talking about anything. I'm like, dude, get off the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to blast my suicide silence or something and I'm going to jam out. Yeah, it's not like they're going, oh, my God, my mom's going into the hospital today. It's like, no, no, they're oh, just my calling. God, I wonder if they want to talk. And, and oh, you, 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 all, you all know these people. These people just like to talk on the phone. They're not big texters. They just like to physically talk on the phone. They like to feel important. Uh, they just Yeah, they, they talk to everybody. I, I have a few friends who are like that. My mother is like that. She just likes to be on the phone, like physically talking to somebody. And, like, you can hear them, like, while you're conversing with these people, you can hear their head turning and gears turning inside their head to figure out something else to talk about like there'll be like this pause and they'll just be like um and then bring up something else random i'm like what are we we're not talking about anything i'm gonna go back to what i was doing <laughs> the other pet peeve is when you eat food off my plate and i don't like like if you don't ask i will grab all the food on your plate i will punch you <laughs> i'll give you a <laughs> swift kick in the nuts tries. i'm gonna do that tomorrow a very swift kick in the nuts because be no, like, oh, it's like it's like one minutes. thing if you ask you're like hey uh if if i offer i say hey would you like to try this and i like show you my play or i'm like or if you ask you're like hey can i try that can i take and i'm like okay that's fine but when you're just like take food off just like i'm like no it's another chick thing if, and, and then they're like and they 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 justify it in their head they're like well you can have anything of mine i'm like but I don't it's want what you have. No, no, I don't want what you have. If I wanted what you ordered, I would have ordered that. But I want what I ordered. That's why I ordered this. You so, you know, like, no, I don't want to try what you have. So they're like, but it's fair. I'm like, no, just stop. I'm definitely doing that shit tomorrow. Like, all right, there's not going to be a second date. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Check, please. Pay your own half, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so you don't feel obligated to sleep with me later. I'm gonna allow you to pay the bill. <laughs> now it'll be. You did generous. eat most of the food. <laughs> you did eat a disproportionate amount of the food. <laughs> you ate two thirds of my plate and half of yours, and said I'm full. <laughs> now there's nothing left on mine, and you have some shit to take home. Something got fucked up here. Yeah. <laughs> Not real sure, but I think it got fucked on that deal. But yeah. other than those four things, I am peachy keen. Where the fuck did that phrase coming from? I have no idea. Peachy keen. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? I don't. See, I don't know. It makes sense. Though. You. You all knew what I was talking about. Yeah. So it works. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up. Because Google. I I'll, exactly. You're looking at a computer. Two computers. Ah, fuck that. I'll do it later. <laughs> you have an app for that. I'm gonna look it up. 
Mm. Peachy key. I usually use my, my I usually use my phone and just press the the Google button. And I just say whatever I want. Peachy keen. It's like <laughs> define peachy keen. Like yesterday so. at work, I actually uh, explained the the term "poor as a church mouse" to um a couple of people I work with. Do you care to elaborate for our listeners? What "poor as a church mouse"? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that looks so weird from this angle, by the way. Just want you to Talking know that. Talking to his dick. He's got his mic <laughs> in between like, his legs. Uh, the, what is it? The, I don't need your help. I can do it myself. Does it, does it remind you of the, the tool cover Enigma or yeah. whatever album where he's just like, takes out two of his own ribs? Just, yeah, okay. that's fucking creepy. Anyways. So, yeah, like, um, so uh, Linda said... I'm poor as a church mouse. And Ferret said, what does that mean? She said, I'm not real sure. So he turns around and goes, Josh probably knows. (laughs) He knows everything. (laughs) And I proceeded to explain it to them. And the whole meaning behind poor as a church mouse that goes back to, you know, when Christianity had just started taking over, like, Europe and England and everything. And they bought mouse, mice. Mooses. Mises. Mises. Mises and mooses. But, um, yeah, you know, you know, you have friars that lived in churches that they build. Like, they'd, you know, army go through, build a church, and then leave a friar and keep going. And, um, the only way that the friar got any kind of money was money that was donated to the church. So the only time he ate was when somebody came to the church and donated, but mm-hmm. nobody had any money because they were all paying taxes. So the king... Exactly. They're all paying taxes, and they didn't have any money to begin with, so nobody's donating any money. The mouse, the church mouse, eats off of whatever the friar has. So if the friar has nothing, the mouse has nothing. That is poor as a church mouse. Poor as a church mouse. Wow, so we've really just made this an educational podcast, guys. Yeah. I Maybe did. we can stay on iTunes long enough to uh, uh, gather some listeners before they kick uh, us off. Uh, right? And before they have like, more the, useless information, visit www.gofuckyourself.com. <laughs> so, awesome. I, I never knew that, gov. but I've, I've used that term. Yeah. It's, pretty I mean, cool. it's just random things that I, like that that I'll be like, I wonder where that came from. And I'll you know figure it out. It's just because cool. I'm weird. <laughs> I I Google everything. Anything I don't know, I Google. Oh yeah, Google is magic, man. No, like Google has solved so many friend fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just imagine since its inception. No, fuck you. This is what he did. No, he did this. You fucker. Oh yeah. Google. Could you imagine what people did to settle arguments like? 30 years ago they before did. Google. You had to fucking go down to the library. You go to the library. Homework. And search through article databases. Which is like er- early form of the internet. I just skip all the bullshit and just shoot the guy arguing with me and then I won. So. <laughs> species well, just Apparently we live in the 1700s. <laughs> I don't agree with how you stand. We're gonna duel. Exactly. Hey. One of our presidents did it. A lot of our presidents did it. No, only one of them's actually killed somebody. Oh yeah, killed somebody, but a lot of them have dueled. Abraham yeah. Lincoln was a really good dueler, and not just with guns either. Yeah. Swords as well. Abraham Lincoln was very proficient with dueling with swords. Andrew Jackson actually 
killed someone with uh on the White House lawn. Yeah. yeah, was he the one that whenever he? Oh yeah, on the White House lawn. Was he ever the one that? When he would do his duels, instead of, like, the traditional stand like this, he actually stood sideways to, yeah. so there's less to shoot at. I'm pretty sure Andrew Jackson was that. Yeah. He was a douche. <laughs> He's from Virginia. That explains it all. There's a lot of douches here. Look at us. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> We're douchey enough to think that people would actually listen to our podcast. After this one, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Our first conversation right out of the gate. Hi, so oh. fuck women. We got Wait, two what? good reviews, though. So Two? Yeah. How did you got two? Because Adam said it was good, and then Captain Redbeard said it was good. Who's Captain Redbeard? The guy I work with. What's His name is Josh. Yeah. This is why we call him Captain I'm Redbeard. one of three Joshes at work, so oh, he's Captain he's Redbeard. Cap- okay, so, I mean, because our reviews don't count. Yeah. Like I was about to say, we can't review uh, our yeah, we got- product. We got two good reviews and one okay review. <laughs> okay. But no, yeah, Captain Redbeard said have it was good. Have you checked the stats on our first podcast about how many viewers and downloads this we've had? beta thing is not working for for stats. It said one download, and I know there's been more than one download, so. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, because well, cool. I downloaded it. Yeah. And Redbeard downloaded it. I downloaded it. And Adam downloaded it. That's four right there. Yeah, that's more than one. Yeah. We're balling. Well, hopefully we'll have stats, and hopefully we'll. More importantly, hopefully we'll actually have listeners. Yeah, it would know. suck if we were the only ones listening. Yeah, yeah. I could we tell just, you all this shit. We, we have to give them something to listen to, though. All right, guys. This just true. for the record, we have a email address: billiardsnights at gmail dot com. Gmail. We have so. a Twitter: billiard at billiardsnight. This is the plugin. Yes, this is our plugs. So, yes. At uh, Billiards Night. Feel free to... At Billiards Night on Twitter because of name limitations on space and stuff. So it's Billiards Night. K-N-I-G-H-T. So, and then we also have a Facebook page. Just look for Knights of the Billiards Table, which is the name, of course, of this studio podcast thing. So... Look at Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out. E- email us suggestions, stuff you want to watch or listen to on the podcast, stuff you want to hear us talk about. Uh, and rate Twitter, uh, rate, comment, and subscribe to us on the iTunes. Okay, plugs done. Um, as of right now, our only podcast is the pregame, which is what you're listening to. Um, but we plan on expanding our. Uh, our umbrella. This is the umbrella. The umbrella. This is that is iTunes. Is Knights of the Billiards Table. Yeah. We're going to be doing more than one podcast. That's, more than yeah. just the pregame under that. More so. than just the pregame podcast. Uh, I know Dan and I would definitely, even though it's kind of a slow time for sports, uh, we definitely want to have a sports related podcast, which is pretty much over the summer. It's either NASCAR or baseball. So we may end up waiting until August. We could, yeah, but when football it's gets around, talk we'll, about that shit. we'll definitely have a sports-related podcast. I also have a couple ideas as far as entrepreneurial-related mm. um, information and you know discussion topics for a podcast, and you know, I don't know. So there's definitely more to come. So keep you know checking us out, looking for updates. So. Yep, I'll post on the Twitters and the Facebooks when we uh, have new podcasts uploaded and uh, new ideas and stuff. So send in your suggestions, and guys. Just so everyone knows, if I'm friends with you and I find out that you stop listening to my podcast, whip that ass.
<laughs> but that's only because he wants to cuddle after. Exactly. It's true. They know. They know. He <laughs> plays know. good cop, bad cop with himself. Yes. <laughs> just smacking his dick around. Ah, why'd you stop listening? I don't know. It's like one of those punch me clowns that just keeps bouncing right back. <laughs> Damn Viagra. Man. Yeah, so, um, completely random. I actually, I mean, I rode all the roller coasters yesterday at Bush Gardens um, on my trip. Whee! But I hadn't been in like three years. So, yeah. like, there was like three new I've- rides I haven't ever been on i've been since we got kicked out right i that story definitely came up yesterday really do we i i feel like we have to elaborate oh god uh, that was so long ago was, i'm curious uh you don't know dan no um me and josh uh got we had to sign off on papers that we were not allowed on anheuser-busch property for a year that included, it was going to be uh what lifetime banning yeah it was but we, because they were young they gave us a little leeway and it was it was a mess, man. Like yeah. we got to see the best behind the scenes. I was talking because yeah, Cameron man. was there with your mom, and yeah, was your sister there as well? Or was it yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They were your mom and your sister and my brother were all there, and they got to go behind the scenes when they were like, uh, "Would uh, Kathy Romantic please report to uh, blah blah blah?" <laughs> and Kathy's just like. Oh man, <laughs> where's Josh? <laughs> yeah, because me and Josh, and me and Josh just went off and did it, and they're like, "This isn't good." <laughs> so, um, we really should have thought that one through. Getting uh, in the skylift and throwing shit—that was <laughs> it. It was, it was comical. <laughs> we were little, okay, we were like, how old were we? I don't even remember, dude. I don't. We were, we were that pretty young. Over twelve years ago, we were pretty young. We were like ten or eleven, maybe. Yeah. Um, we have a visitor. What the hell? <laughs> Somebody is knock on the door. Uh, maybe one of our listeners decided to come check us out. I don't know. Does, did Dan get punched in the face? <laughs> Go away! <laughs> You're interrupting our podcasts. That was the wrong fucking door to knock on. (laughs) (laughs) I heard church services. (laughs) You say those church services? They They want me to find Jesus Christ. Uh, Did you find him? He was behind a couch. (laughs) Did you find him? He was in the closet the whole time. (laughs) He's coming out. He's coming out of the closet. (laughs) Coming out the closet. Anyways, yes. Um. So yeah, we Josh and I had to be ten or eleven, and we go to Bush Gardens. It's me, Josh, my brother, Cameron, his sister Mary, who's my cousin as well, and his mom, my aunt, and we go to Bush Gardens. Them being younger, they go off and do their own thing, and me and Josh go do our own thing, and we're just wandering around the park. Well, we're little boys, and we have the poppers, the little things you throw in the ground, and they just go. Uh, yeah, and obviously that sounds like a perfect time to have fun. My, um, I'm pretty sure this was very recently after um, uh, 9-11. No. Or was it before? I thought it was before. I'm pretty sure it was before. I really thought that's why. Yeah, it was before because um, cause, um, I, was, I was still in middle school. And 9-11 happened when we were in middle school. Yeah, but I was being homeschooled that year. It was eighth grade year. I was homeschooled for eighth grade. 
Yeah. I was in seventh grade when it happened. Yeah, I so. spent the whole the whole time at Grandma's. Mm. And my mom would drop me off at Grandma's, and I would do my work and yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I knew you were, you were homeschooled for a little while, but... So, all right, so this was before 9-11. Yeah. Okay. That, that was, mm. I don't know. I, I thought it was shortly after, but it could have been, like, pretty close before. But anyways, us little kids... We uh, we had a bunch of poppers with us, and we were just throwing them around the park. And we found more. And we found more somehow. I think that they weren't selling them at the park, were they? We just found no, them. No, we, we found a whole box of them. Yeah. So we were playing with them, throwing them around, and then we decided to go over top of the sky lift. And we get on the sky lift. And the dudes were being dicks. The remember. two kids, I mean, they were probably like 18, 19, whatever, were like, they were being dicks, and they're like... Skyless broken. Yeah. And you know, and they're like, uh, okay. And then, so we were like about to turn around and leave and they're like, ha no, we're just joking. So we're like, wow, what a dick. So we get on, we get on the sky lift and we have poppers. So we throw poppers at them as we're, uh, <laughs> floating away yeah. in the sky lift. And Thinking then, nothing could go wrong. Nothing <laughs> could go wrong. We have so, escape route. <laughs> yeah. Right? Very slow moving. You can't catch us now. We're gone. And they just gave us this evil look and then we're over top, I think we probably dropped at least a few from the sky lift. Yeah, on the um, there there were horses. I no, we didn't. We didn't throw any horses. We threw them at the um. Remember that? There's that walkway over the water. Yeah, like the little pier thing. We were yeah. just trying to hit that. Yeah, yeah. So we were just dropping them down. We weren't throwing them at people or anything. We were just dropping them off the sky lift. They said uh, we threw them at horses. Yeah, that's what it was. They said we threw them at horses. And as we're coming down on the other side of the sky lift, um, there's security standing there and we're just like oh shit discard <laughs> the evidence throw the poppers yeah, the security. we really should have just chucked the whole damn thing we, out well we're kids we don't know any better we're just like yeah, freaking true. out like we also we had no idea we were in trouble until we saw them i know we're just like, <laughs> this can't be good so yeah we uh they come down the other side and we're like you come here come with us and then they take us behind this like huge wooden fences and like the security and put us down on picnic tables and uh we see all the cameras did you see the cameras like yeah there was like hundreds of monitors like because they had tons of cameras around bush gardens it was nuts they set us down to like empty out your pockets so we empty out everything in the pockets obviously we find the poppers yeah they split us up and they interrogated us both separately yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, they like they they both asked us what happened, but like like they literally just sat us down and interrogated us like they're like the police or something. It was crazy. And then like then we finally put us together and we just sat there and waited and waited and waited. And then finally your mom and them got the, they got there and we had to sign papers and they I don't know what happened because they yeah. were talking with yeah. your mom, but eventually we signed a paper saying we are not allowed on Anheuser Busch property for a year. That included not just this Busch Gardens, but Anheuser Busch, yeah, Water yeah. Country, Busch Gardens down in Florida. Like just they were just they were they were not happy. So no. we got kicked out of Busch Gardens for a year. Um, so your mom took us home, dropped us off, and they went back to Busch Gardens. Yeah. Enjoyed the day while we hung out at Grandma's. Yeah, that was, that was back house. when my mom drove the van. Yeah, Remember probably. The van? Yeah, the old yeah, yeah the the caravan, caravan. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. That was a hot minute ago, dude. That we were little kids, but we actually got kicked out for a year. So not many people can say that. Yeah, right? it takes a lot. But yeah, we were sober. <laughs> we were like ten and eleven. Yeah, we were sober. Nice. I hadn't started drinking yet. But uh, no, I, that was shortly. After it, that. it was cool. Like so, I. 
Speaking of which, off on a tangent, uh, so I actually rode all the rides yesterday. Uh, the new Verbolton, which I thought was kind of weak. Uh, I rode the Griffin, which is sweet. It was, yeah. like, it was awesome. Like how they just, I, I, I rode on the front a couple times where they just do the overhang and they pause you there. But I also rode the Mock Tower, which is like this 240-foot drop. They take you up and then you just pause there for a random time period and they just drop you so you free fall. That was pretty nuts because that that was like higher than anything else in the park. Two hundred and forty yeah. feet. That was oh. pretty crazy. You know what? I just remembered about that story. That was that was um the year they put in Apollo's chariot. Yeah, because that was we went on a random day during the week. Yeah. And there was like nobody there, and before that we yeah. rode Apollo's chariot like twelve times in a row. It was ridiculous because there was you nobody. Me that, that shit. Yeah, we just kept going and kept going. Yeah, we'll go up there and we'll buy a flashlight, a different color every time we go. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, I don't like roller coasters. Why am I doing this? Right. Yeah. So, but it was just one of those ride it, get off, run all the way back around, and you're like the next cart to yeah. go. Like there was nobody at Bush Gardens that day. It was awesome. So, did we ride Alpine guys too? I don't remember. It was so fucking long ago. Shit that half our listeners won't even know what they're talking about. If we ever get people outside of the state, no one's going to know. Nobody gives a fuck about them. Well, (laughs) a lot of people know what Bush Garden is, at least on the East Coast. Actually, I mean, because there's a Bush Gardens in Florida as well. So a lot of people have heard of Bush Gardens, even though the one in Florida is not as nice as ours. No. I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) I'll go to either one of them. Yeah. I don't do roller coasters. I can do all the water country USA. I can do water slides all day long. That's because it's water. You have this random assumption that the landing will be softer. No, that's not, not what it is at true. all. It's the fact that I'm not tied in. Yeah. Being locked into a thing and then thrown around on a track scares the shit out of me. Because yeah. there's no way I can bail out. Final now destination if, style. Yeah. If there, Now, if there is a... Uh, water slide and something goes wrong, I have this very, mis- you know, it's just a subconscious thing that maybe I can grab onto the side of the slide and not fall off the edge yeah. so I can bail out. You're There's wrong, a way for me to, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> theoretically, there is a the possibility of, you know. Well, theoretically, I could jump out of the cart while it was, you know, coming off of the track. Well, and, I'm talking like, about the Superman. ones that you strap in. Yeah, most of them are strapped in. I'm now. talking the ones you have to that you can't go anywhere. I could break it at that point, you know. No, you can't. No, you can't. Exactly. Just like you can, hi- uh, you can't hold on to the side of the slide if it's falling apart. No, I'm saying <laughs> if like a piece drops off ahead of me, I have this dumb thing where like maybe I can grab onto the side of the slide, just hold stop on for your life. I can what if stop. It drops it. off behind you. I'm just saying, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a possibility of bailing out. There is absolutely zero possibility of bailing out if the fucking Cult roller coaster that got you strapped in breaks and you just fly off into the parking lot. <laughs> it's a control thing. My dumb head needs con- some semblance of of control. It's the but same reason try- I was okay with the uh, th- that I could do the skydiving because if something goes wrong, I have this thing that oh, I can yank on the thing and break away the main chute and pull out the emergency chute. It's I can somehow fix it if something goes wrong. It may be very misguided and and very limited in its actual. Realistic application, but so that's how you have justify to, driving too, right? That's why I can drive fast because <laughs> I feel like, oh, if something goes wrong, the tire. If I start out. rolling, <laughs> I can fix this. Well, no, it's just if you lose control, if you lose, if you lose traction or something, I know how I can 
Correct. He ha- he has a say in the outcome, even yeah. though it's not a high percentage or very. It's well, a point zero one percent, but it's there. it's it's he has the opportunity to dictate the change the outcome. Yeah, if I react way. quick enough, if I handle it the right way, then theoretically I can fix what. And goes a roller wrong. coaster, when you're strapped in, you don't. You're just along for the ride. Yeah. If something goes wrong, there is no potential way I can find a way to fix it. There's nothing I can do. I can't pop out and grab onto the rail. I'm strapped into a chair, and that. Well, maybe done. you should watch more MacGyver and figure that shit out. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Make some explosives of it out of a gum wrapper and like blow the locks off of it. Every- I did use gum to light up a school, but no, no that's a different. <laughs> Every time I get in a roller coaster, I, I think of uh, I think of Final Destination, and when yeah. the roller coaster thing comes off, and you're just like hanging on for dear life while riding a roller coaster, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, Until because you you'd be die. dead. You'd be dead. That's that's why you'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, sixty miles an hour. You're gonna hold on by your arm. Shit happens. Yeah, no. That yeah, just think, happen. think of like a loser or a skeleton, like downhill. That just goes off the track and hits a pole at 80 miles per hour. That's what you would be like. Dead. Instantly. We were talking okay about with that. that. We, I talked about that yesterday, how um, the uh, it seems like every year at the Winter Olympics, at least one person dies in one of the events. But you never hear about anybody dying at a Summer Olympics. Because everyone's at the beach. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you can't go fast. No, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Like, it's funny. Like, all these summer events, nobody really dies. But at the winter events, like, there was, like, somebody Ice last year. And then there was, like, the, the the head first skeletons, like, where you lay on your stomach head first and do the skeleton luge thing. That person died. The, the Olympics before that, it was, like, a skier died, like, a downhill skier, like, all these people just die at the Winter Olympics, and then no. The lesson here, kids, is don't move to Canada. <laughs> Too much fucking ice. And then at, at the past, uh, the Winter X Games, somebody on a snowmobile died trying to do some backflip. Oh, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like all these winter events, and why would anybody do these sports or live in Canada? <laughs> or live in Canada? Ice is a motherfucker. You have two months. Two, two months of the year in Canada is not snow. Two months, maybe, on a good year. See, I don't like the cold. I, I can't deal with that. I mean, it's no. It's the same reason that we have stock car racing and indie racing, and we have football, which can cause you know broken bones and concussions on a regular basis. You know, we have people concussions, throwing, maybe, but I I feel like you're definitely. safer. In those stock cars with a roll cage and a five-point harness than you are doing some of these winter sports. The long-term health effects mm-hmm. of a football player are drastically just basically non-fucking-existent compared to any almost any other sport except for maybe boxing. Now, like, they, it has been proven that the more concussions you have that you're more likely to get addicted to things like gambling. Yeah. And lose all your shit, lose all your money, you don't, you lose that, like, I don't know, shit, I might not have money next week syndrome. <laughs> they just go out and yeah. go balls out, and they, they have gambling problems, there, I mean. There are a lot of mental side effects to having all this concussion. That's why um, Junior Seau, uh, don- his family donated his brain after he committed suicide. Well, what the, 
What did he do? Shoot himself? Uh, yeah, he shot himself in the chest. So they scraped it off the... Oh, no, he shot himself in the chest with a shotgun. No, <laughs> that would not work. No, it's like because it was like just as his career went on, like he was a phenomenal player in San Diego, but he, he just... He wasn't that same happy person that he was. Like he just yeah. was going. And they have a staggering was, rate of depression and gambling addictions and crazy shit like that going yeah. on. From so it's yeah, there's so many people that are just going through like tough times later in their life because of all the injuries and concussions that they've had. So yeah, it's it, scary it is pretty. Shit. It is in that regard. It is pretty scary but as like as far as other sports and stuff you don't really have that like even in stock car like yes you know 11 you 12 have, years ago Dale yeah. Earnhardt did die yeah but then they up the uh the whole safety thing but well it wasn't their safety I mean the, the cars are I mean they're better but the it, the one thing they implemented after him is uh this the the neck harness yeah that braces your neck because yeah, when he hit the wall he dies the, the jerking motion of yeah, his neck snapped his damn yes, neck. Now all drivers are mandatory to wear the neck piece. That's like a big cushion on the back of your head, so you can't yeah. have that movement, that whiplash. Like your your head's in there now. Like you're. That's what I'm saying. Like even though they're traveling 180, 200 miles per hour, they're surprisingly more safe in those cars than I probably am in my Ford Focus. Yeah, but uh, what I'm definitely. saying is, you know, you're, so you're driving 80s. You know, seventy, eighty miles an hour on the interstate or whatever, compared to hundred twenty or, or not hundred twenty, but hundred eighty or whatever, and you have two straps going across. You know, the single strap that's going over your body twice. They have multiple straps and the neck harness and a helmet and a roll cage that can take a fucking jet oh, yeah. ramming into yeah. it. They have All like right. this. Well, like I said, you're you're asking why we have these winter sports motorcycle racing you could not tell me that's safe i have no, seen just, those accidents that's just idiotic <laughs> especially on the dirt track motor racing oh my god that's it's like see them i i would like to take something with two wheels and i'm gonna race it on dirt where there's very little traction i'm gonna try to drift it around every turn yeah <laughs> putting it like Walking this fine line between up control and out of control with this machine that they're trying to race at 120, 140 yeah, miles per hour. If I twitch wrong, I'm dead. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen those accidents. They just ragdoll. Like, they bail and just uh, ragdoll. Yeah, no, like, they just let go and they just slide into the wall. The bike goes flying in the stands. They go spinning. Oh, dude, I, I saw the most gnarly freaking uh, motorcycle accident ever. This dude was so fucking lucky. He, yeah, you know, he thrashed out on his bike, goes into the wall, and he goes, you know, he went flying into the wall backwards, and you know, he slams up against it, and his head bashes against the wall, and then he falls down, and as he's falling down, his bike is coming over and hitting where his head hit the wall. Like his his bike hit the wall and then bounced past him. I might that's, play a video. That's like six hundred pounds of, you know, at a hundred. When you walk into Cavalier Ford, you know we're on like something like that. Yeah, for commercials on YouTube. Skip this ad. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna play the sound because it's more of just a visual so this video. Would be great for uh, 
our listeners. We can just describe it. I just want to say, because we were talking about it, uh, Kendall's uh, husband, Jared, is super into it. This is This is a Widowmaker um, mountain that they have out in Wyoming, because they're from Wyoming. And people every year try to go up this thing. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, it's freaking nuts. Oh, it's yeah, nuts. I've seen this, too. They have this retardedly steep incline, and yeah. the goal is to somehow be able to climb it with your specialized dirt bike. Yeah. And uh, it's not many people that have managed to successfully uh, climb all well, the way up. Well, they were saying, uh, i got to find one, because this is during the summer they do dirt bikes, but in the winter when it snows over, they try to do it with, like, snowmobiles. And there's a guy who tried to do it with a snowmobile this past year. He said, there's a video, i got to find it, of some guy who did it once and defied physics and made it and actually got up there on a snowmobile. And then he tried it. For some reason, he, he tempted fate, tried it again. Dies. He he was, like, inches from his death. He almost died that day on the spot. Like, it, I want to find the video, but he's telling me it was just, like, this gruesome accident on his snowmobile. And the snowmobile weighs, you know, probably almost as much as a car. Like, it's probably... Like yeah, a, they're heavy as shit. They're almost, like, a ton. You know, and if that lands on you wrong, you're just, you're dead. Oh, that's a ton landing on you land right. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. curious. Slightly to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, because that's how the uh, guy in the X- Winter X Games uh, died. He tried to do a backflip. It didn't go right, and the machine landed on him while his he was kind of, like, in an awkward position, and he broke his neck instantly. It's not It's not necessarily the, uh, the weight that's going to kill you. It's the force it's coming down with. Because, you know, like, nine feet doesn't sound like a, like a big drop, but... Nine feet's enough to put you on your ass by yourself. You know, you just falling back nine feet. That can break bones. And then you add, you know, a lot of weight, like 600 pounds of weight. It only takes 800 pounds of pressure to collapse the rib cage. Let's see what's happening in the rest of the motorcycle. More videos that do nothing for our listeners. This is great. Great, great, great I have a video that does guys. something for our listeners. What, what video is that? It's it's the science of morning wood. <laughs> it's a video. It actually sp- explains the reason for morning wood. And it's all audio, so it's not... I mean, it's, it has a video, but it's all hand-draw cartoon shit. This better be good and educational. That's the one. This one? Yeah. Two minutes. It affects grown men, little boys, and even happens to males still in utero. You know, the ability to pitch a tent in the morning without any actual camping skills. Now that we've got the one obligatory joke out of the way, we can get to the hard facts of nocturnal penile tumescence, otherwise known as morning wood. It turns out morning erections are part of the normal sleep cycle and occur multiple times throughout the night. The mind and body go through stages of sleep from non-REM stages, which gradually become deep sleep, finally followed by REM or rapid eye movement sleep, which is actually fairly shallow sleep. This cycle occurs between four or five times a night. As you enter REM sleep, not only do dreams occur, but a few physiological changes take place as well. 
Namely, your brain begins to shut off some neurotransmitters in an effort to regulate your body and in some cases stop you from acting out your dreams. One of these neurotransmitters, norepinephrine, happens to be involved in the control of erections. Specifically, it causes a vasoconstriction of penis blood vessels, actively preventing an erection. It's like a stop sign to blood flow. But as you enter REM sleep, norepinephrine decreases and testosterone-related actions are now able to take place. This leads to vasodilation or increased blood flow to the blood vessels, ultimately causing an erection. Why is this important? Well, similar to muscle and other tissue, at night, this extra blood increases oxygenation, serving as a system of repair and helping to maintain functionality. But why do we often wake up to this pleasant surprise? Well, we often wake up just out of REM sleep, and as a result, see the remnants of this sleep stage. There's also evidence that a full bladder can contribute to morning wood. The increased bladder size through the night stimulates a region of the spinal cord, which can cause a reflex erection. The physiological benefit of this is to prevent you from urinating in your sleep. But most men can attest to the difficulty proposed by this conundrum after waking in the morning. Rise and shine. Got a burning question you want answered? Ask no. it in the comments or on Facebook and Twitter. That was and for more super educational, videos. and my life is now complete. <laughs> uh, I, just, I think just that's like care. that's one of those yeah. random facts that I I like I did, I wasn't even looking it up. It just popped up when I was searching yeah, when other you woke random up. shit. When you exactly. were looking through porn, morning wood videos came up. That's no, that's actually, what you're saying. I was actually you were uh, web browsing. No, I was actually porn looking too. up um. What was it? Aikido. Uh, the art of drawing the sword. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think and I'm that. that popped up for some reason. I was like, Yeah, I'm not okay. buying Aikido, Dan. Yeah, I think you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we Dead all know what's going on. I was looking up Aikido, and then I watched a video. Oh, it was Kendo versus fencing, and then there was uh, Buckler and Sword versus Spear. I think. And then I found that. I think your internet was just like... Oh man, you you visited all these porn websites. This might interest you. Probably. That's probably. And I don't use my laptop for or for porn. Use your PlayStation, don't you? Yeah, it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Great. PS4. I'm so glad I'm single and I don't have a girl that's listening to this. <laughs> and any potential girlfriends are now. Yeah, you've just ruined your sex yeah. life for. I gotta get rid of that PlayStation. <laughs> There's so a lot Trojan of viruses. <laughs> so many Trojan viruses on your PlayStation. Yeah, it probably does. Like, the bitch don't even like turning on anymore. I'm just like, nah. And you fuck. wonder why. You're just gonna come on me. <laughs> I know it. I've seen it in those videos you watch. <laughs> Too many John, John Holmes videos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, I, like, can you imagine his PS3 now? Like, imagine when he gets the PS4 and he doesn't really need the PS3 anymore. It's just, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, he's going to take away everything except the hard drive to fill up with porn. Like, that's all that's going to be on his PS3. Why do you still have that PS3? You know. Stuff. Same reason, you know, you keep your old laptops around, old computers around. That's the, that's the porn box, and then this is my... Work computer. Well, I, I I have my old laptop because I like to download music illegally because I I'm a cheap bastard. Now I don't pay for announced that on the internet. I mean, <laughs> and we just got shut down with the FCC. So bye guys. I, it's not enough for them to like really hunt me down. I, I do it like I'm like oh look an album came out. I'll download that and it'll be 
once yeah, or you twice can get a, a year. $5,000 fine per album. What's well, a good thing? None of the music is on that computer. <laughs> so they can track my IP address, go to that computer. You might want to throw that computer in a microwave. <laughs> yeah, the IP address is going to be tracked to your house, not the computer. Well, yeah, that's fine, but none of it is in my house where I keep my music, so. None of it is in your house? We probably shouldn't say where it is at this point. You have to give out your address on the internet. That won't cause any problems at all. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not putting my address out on the air. But no, like I just, it's not on either of my laptops. It's not on my PlayStation. It's not on my phone. I just, it disappears. Yeah. Fuck! I know what it is. It's all the new Hanson CDs. <laughs> he keeps up with the Hanson with the with the quickness. That's yes. why he knew they were still making music. He's like, I've been so keeping up with these fuckers since I saw them. But I was so riveting. They're so riveting when I was in the concert. I wanted to pull that they, cute they boy put out hair. album every other year. I, I, I take a I take a listen. That's fine. Dead air. <laughs> I, I actually boys did like a reunion tour a few years ago. No, I should have shot, shot somebody. I'm just going to let that sit. <laughs> Sick that in your brain. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. <sighs> now they're backstreet men. They're just kind of hanging out. Hi, guys. We're not singing anymore. Fuck you. They all got beer guts, and they're just <laughs> sitting around talking about football. They're balding. Balling, yeah. Balding. You guys still they're smoking remember. cigarettes on stage. Just bring them more whiskey. <laughs> you fuck you I was sexy like, back in the day they have like Alzheimer's and they're like forgetting the dance move mid dance like, do you remember Dude, this bye part? bye bye um no no <laughs> okay. how about I leave yeah. bye 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 and walks off stage right. with a whiskey in his hand yeah, and a right, cigarette bye, bye, in his bye. mouth <laughs> I'm out did some of group go and do solo shit Somebody I, did. I don't know you tell, tell us, you. Josh. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. They did something with Hanson, didn't they? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that means He's yes. all like, oh, yeah, I downloaded that album. That was, that was so great. That was the special edition. <laughs> so hard to find that edition anywhere. <sighs> this is I need to drink. Over. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, my God. I had a whole bunch of ideas, and they're just gone. All right, Josh, you said you had more videos. Yeah, what, what are we watching? Um, What are we watching today? It was actually... There was, this dude does a whole bunch of random videos, but... Science of all, orgasms. Yeah, it's like science of everything. Science of it's lucid dreaming. Wicked. Actually, my friend is actually a lucid dreamer. Oh, know, yeah? Do you know what that is? Yes. Yeah, he's okay. actually... I watched the video. Let's explain <laughs> to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Lucid dreaming is basically when... You were in a dream, and you know for a fact you were dreaming. So you take control. You, you take control of what you do. You you can do anything. Him, on the other hand, like as soon as it clicks that he's loose, uh, he's dreaming, and he knows he's dreaming, he wants to fly. And the, he said the weird mm-hmm. part when, like the the first time, he like 
it wasn't just like he instantly could fly. Like when he first found out he was a lucid dreamer and could take control, it actually took practice. Like it took him like four or five dreams yeah. to, cause the first few times he would take off and actually fall. Like you would think you would do in real life if we could fly, you yeah. know, like it actually happened in the dream. Like it it's didn't happen. Cause it's like, your mindset. Your exactly. mind is controlling y- it. Yeah. It's, it was so weird. Like to talk to him about it. I am not a lucid. I have very vivid and like, out there dreams. Well, you can become a lucid dreamer. Well, there are ways, yeah. yeah. I've, I've read that. Like, there are ways. The video actually explains it. Okay. Like, well, that you can actually, like, how to become a lucid dreamer. Yeah, I, I am not, but I have a ton of dreams, and I have a ton of, like, very crazy dreams. Like, like it, and I, they're vivid in detail, but I don't, they're, they're so vivid that they're realistic to me, that I feel like it's really happening. You, you want to be a lucid dreamer so you can be, like, fucking a crab unicorn no, surprisingly, Dragon I have a lot of dreams with dinosaurs. Really? Yeah, like, I had, like, I really got into Jurassic Park movies, and I've had a lot you, of dreams you with, um, do it with a, a T-Rex? No, I've, I've had dreams where, he like... wants to bang a Velociraptor. I would, I, during high school, I would, I, me and my friends would be in high school, and all of a Less sudden... Claws. All of a sudden, uh, dinosaurs would, like, let loose in our school, and we would just be, like, sneaking around from room to what? room... Building office building See, office you were just building dreaming about Jurassic Park basically yes taking place like Jurassic Park two like they took yeah. over the city Jurassic and stuff Park ten yes <laughs> hits the ODU campus oh my like it was it's it's crazy I'm not I'm not gonna lie like that would be terrifying as shit but it would be so awesome at the same time no it was completely terrifying but completely like exhilarating like I woke up yeah. sweating like that's how intense my dreams are like I wake up sweating like um. Trying to think. At there's another. Oh, here here's our video. So what is USA? We're gonna skip this out in a second. I know what USA is. There's another the video, but it's not. It's not really. Let's uh, provide a world in which we escape from you know, reality the into the mind and seemingly have little control over what happens. But what if you could know you were dreaming and subsequently control the dream? It turns out lucid dreaming is entirely possible, and with a little effort and practice, even you can do it. Now, some of you might be saying, I don't even dream. But the truth is, everybody has about three to seven dreams a night. The problem is, we quickly forget them. The first strategy towards lucid dreaming is keeping a dream journal. Keeping the journal improves your ability to recall dreams and helps facilitate lucidity. So every time you wake up, write down what you can remember, even if it's nothing, just to form the habit. The next step is performing reality checks. In a dream, something as simple as reading a sentence, counting your fingers, or checking the time can often go astray. Try it right now. Look at the time, look away, and then look back. Assuming you aren't currently dreaming, the time probably stayed the same. However, in a dream, the time or the words you are reading will often completely change. The key is to do these reality checks often when you're awake. This way, they become second nature, and when you're dreaming, you're likely to perform the same test and realize that something's wrong. After this comes a technique known as mnemonically induced lucid dreams, or mild. As you're falling asleep, begin to think of a recent dream and imagine yourself becoming lucid. The idea is to reinforce the intention to realize you're dreaming in your dream. Keep repeating the phrase, I will have a lucid dream tonight. The highest rates of success tend to come if you wake up in the middle of the night, get up for 30 minutes, and then go back to sleep with these intentions in mind. Finally, once you've had success with mild, an advanced technique known as wake-induced lucid dreams or wild may be attempted. The idea behind this is to keep your mind aware while your body falls asleep. The risk here is that you'll experience sleep paralysis, a completely normal phenomenon that prevents your body from moving during sleep, except you'll be awake, which can be somewhat frightening. 
The extra caveat with wild is that during sleep paralysis, the brain can play tricks on you, inducing strong feelings of fear and causing hallucinations of dark and scary figures approaching you. Scientific research into lucid dreaming has provided an insight into the location of metaconsciousness in the brain, provided opportunities for dream therapy and nightmare recession, and even begged the question (laughs) if sleep and wakefulness are distinct events or part of a continuum. After all, dreaming of doing something is almost equivalent to actually doing it when looking at the functional system of neuronal activity in your brain. So, are you sure you're not dreaming? Got a burning question you want answered? Ask it in the comments or on Facebook and, and Twitter. And subscribe to more now, science videos. The, now, the, uh, the chemical that creates dreams in the brain is illegal for you to consume. So, mm. keep that in mind, kids. Dimethyltryptamine. Look it up. DMT. You can't do. You cannot. You can't consume. consume it, but you can make a shitload of it. Yeah, <laughs> you create it, and this is also where some of the out of body experiences, when for near death experiences, come from. Because right before you die, right before the human body dies, a massive, massive flood dose of DMT yeah. is shot through your brain, so you have a massive trip right before you die and then people get brought back and say oh they saw Jesus well no shit you were high as fuck <laughs> I saw a tunnel yeah but it's because your, bro- oh, your brain is programmed to see a tunnel and then so when you started tripping that's instantly where your brain went exactly <laughs> all this shit's illegal to do but it's but no it, that, that definitely sounds like like if you're having negative thoughts you're probably gonna have negative scary yeah heightened hallucinations yeah oh yeah it's it is what you make it i mean yes that's why they say i mean not that i'm condoning any type of drugs but if you're gonna try to be a a lucid dreamer or if you're gonna you know go try experiment with some things in your youthful years um it's good to have a clear mind and clear conscience when you do this because any little negative even like a slight like i have a test anxiety because i have a test a big test coming up could trigger something negative and just ruin and just scare the living piss out of you yeah yep gotta keep yourself grounded all the time keep your head clear i found another video but i don't think it'd be good for the podcast but it was just i i watched it and i want to say that they used um editing to make what happened in the video happen People lie on the internet? When did this start? But watching the video, I don't really see how they could have edited that like that seamlessly. CG. It was a home video. It's extraordinarily easy. As the technology becomes more uh, easily accessible. I mean, it... It's hard to explain. You have to actually watch it, but it's... I believe in mermaids after watching a video because I saw mermaids on the screen. You're perfect for this video. You're the... My uh, point... Exactly. (laughs) No, it's just like like watching it is hard to tell. It's hard to see any, you know... Because, you know, any kind of editing, there's going to be some kind of... Okay, not describing the video is not helping our podcast. It's hard to describe... (laughs) Then we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. I'll try. Okay, basically, the guy suspends water. Oh, yeah, where they rotate? Yeah. That video has been on the internet for years. It's bullshit. Yeah, but I was watching it. It was just like trying to find the 
fucking no it's not a thing on the screen it's they it, it's cg it's dubbed over it's like it's a fake video this one yeah. trying to fucking never mind they're prof- it was professionally made uh Never mind. professionally made to look never like it, a home is video. it similar is it similar to like um the mind freak stuff no oh. the, the guy takes a glass of water he shakes it around so it starts to swirl and then flips it over and sticks it on the counter then lifts the cup up and the water supposedly still spinning around no this is a different uh, i mean it's kind of the same concept but it was a different video yeah there's a couple of those videos out there and this one was fairly new they make they make them look homemade so that you th- that stupid people will go, oh, my God, this is real. I, I want to do this. And then they splash water all over their counter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it with all this high-dollar equipment on the table right now. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I was, sitting there, I was sitting there watching it, trying to find the fucking gaps in it. And there aren't any. Well, because it, they, I mean, they more than just, like, cutting and pasting now. Like, it's, it's so much I know, more but than it was, that. It wasn't home edited. It, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What he's saying is, it's not the video to understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. It's like, but it's what he's saying is, it's not home edited. Like it's professionally edited, so it's not like they went back and edited it. It's uh, optical illusion or something they do while filming to make it seem that way. No, it's professionally Mm. edited, so there is no. Or they can edit. I think it's probably a giant green screen. I don't think there's a real counter there. Or wherever you saw yours done, it was in a kitchen. Yeah, so it's I, I guarantee you there wasn't a kitchen there. I guarantee you it was a fucking giant no, green that was, mat. That was a kitchen. I'm sure that's what and, they told. Unless they have like fucking top dollar editors doing this shit. That's what I'm telling you. Yes, that that one got proven. I saw a video where they went into that one. Let's see bullshit. if I can find it so I can show you what the fuck I'm talking about. I just gotta remember what it was. I'm glad we have so many listeners. This isn't yeah. boring at all. How about we try not to be hungover next time, or that would be, or yeah. start later in the day, so I can actually wake up. Because if if we start later in the day, that means we're not getting out of the bar till like eleven o'clock at night. I mean, if we continue at this rate, I mean, we'll be done by, like, 7. Yeah, but that's... Wait, it's 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started, okay, we started at 4. F- we started at 4, so... Yeah. 7, so... Hour for food, we get to the bar at 9. Yeah, but at least... If we get out earlier, we do it any, you know, too much later in the day, then we're just going to be fucking... We're getting at the bar at, like, 11. We don't have any time to drink. <laughs> Anyways, um, our, our listeners don't care about that. We're we're just gonna uh, step up our game next time and not so. be as hungover and actually bring that. content to the table. As Josh tries to find his magic cup I of water even, video, I can't even fucking remember it. And I watched this shit like yesterday. Well, if you can't find shit, I'm bringing up my Mervade videos. I mean, I have like one. Yeah, that'll be a good evidence. <laughs> I got like one more video, but it's it's just another a guy visual guitar, another visual picture for a audio podcast. No, look, this one's a documentary. Yeah, I know. 
They have it on TV. <laughs> That's why I'm being sarcastic. Former Noah biologist Dr. On. Paul Robertson is joined by Dr. Torsten. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's shaking. I can't watch this. All right. That was, that was fucking Zach Galifianakis. That was some real shit. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis on an animal planet talk about fucking mermaids. Yeah, this sounds... This, this is legit. legit. <laughs> yeah, this is complete... Yeah. That's all bullshit. Yeah, fucking... I w- it was being sarcastic. I don't believe in mermaids. Good, good, good talk. <laughs> This is the worst podcast ever. We thought the first one was bad. Way worse. At least the other one was insulting, and that was the only thing bad. At least we were talking. We had content. Like, I... Have we ran out of all topics already? <laughs> I said we ran out of a short list of shit, don't we? We, we just talk about all a lot. of our topics. Okay, you really want to hear something? I had a, I came across the idea earlier, but I'm just like so hungover. I was like, fuck, I don't even feel like saying the idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're just gonna. I'm. I'm starting to wake up. I got Share my with rehab. The All right. No, because you, you were talking about how you're you were explaining your um, poor than a church mouse. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, analogy, and for some reason, talking about the king and paying taxes, I my brain instantly, being the slight entrepreneur that I am. I, <laughs> I'm a terrible entrepreneur, by the way. I haven't made any money yet. All he ever does is think of ideas <laughs> and not started. execute. I don't execute anything. I'm, I'm working on it. Anyways. He's so, the idea. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. process. It'll, it's my life. You want to steal ideas from somebody? This is the guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, He'll right? never use it. <laughs> I, I'll just pay you to... Or wait, no. You pay me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to pay anybody to use your right, Anyways, you were talking about taxes. And then I instantly thought of how taxes came to be and how taxes were actually originally just supposed to be on um, the – well, first off, taxes originally were just meant to be as donations. They weren't mandatory. Yeah. And then the – King uh, liked how lucrative this was. He made it in order. He had to. They had to vote on it, but he had the poor people vote on it, or he had the poor people vote for it because he convinced them that they were going to tax just the w- super wealthy, oh, yeah, not I the poor. Yes, so that's how he got it across. And then once he decided how lucrative it was, when he was mandatory just the wealthy he started taxing the lower and middle classes as well and it wasn't no longer managed or no longer just like donations and taking up a collection because the country's going to war it's you have to pay the king and yeah it's funny that the 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 middle class at the time of course loosely defined i don't know how their middle class was but middle and lower classes non-royalty um voted in the laws for taxation and they're the ones, re- like, you know, not getting any of the benefits from it. They're the ones yeah. that are hurt. It was just, it was interesting reading up on that taxes. But then it also brought to my attention the idea of, we were talking about the other day, me and my cousin on the way to our five-hour car ride to Blacksburg, the story of Robin Hood. Yeah. The story uh, that you're told in school, everybody makes robin hood out to be this hero because he steals from the rich and gives to the poor and i'm like reading that and this isn't my idea somebody else brought it to my attention he's like in my eyes robin hood's a crook the rich for the most part unless you married into royalty earn their money 
and he's going to steal from the people who have earned their money and give to the people who haven't earned their money. So in his mind, Robin Hood is a crook. He is a thief. But society has made him out to be this saint and this hero because he gives to the poor. And to me... I mean, the whole story to Robin Hood was that he was stealing from the nobles. The nobles are aristocrats. They were all aristocrats. They were all born into money. That was the only way to be a noble. Yeah, well, and that whole thing, too, was that the sheriff kept raising taxes. Yeah. Kept raising taxes to ridiculous amounts to make poor people, like, not have any money at all. So any money they earned, they immediately had to give over, and he would just keep it for himself. Yeah, so it was that was, that was the whole story behind it. He was stealing from aristocrats and giving it to people that were being... Um, Basically robbed by the sheriff. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I I definitely see that. He's still a crook, but he's still not a bad guy. On that, I I, I see the reasoning behind it in those those terms in that certain situation. But overall, like in today's society, if there was a Robin Hood, he'd be arrested. He would be a crook. Like, but that kind of thinking and logic that we teach is what is holding back our nation in my opinion because people are looking for handouts from either the government or handouts from the rich or somebody who's going to give them money from stealing from the rich and just that mindset of needing a handout while in today's society the rich for the most part the top 1% work their way to be rich yes there are times when you it, it definitely helps to have money to make money by all means but there are plenty of people who started from nothing and built up their empire by working at it not because yeah. they you know well, they're the ones that fucking earned it exactly and that's what I'm saying Like, but their kids and their kids kids that are born with the money and that's not always true. I mean, they they are born. Their parents have the money. They don't have the money, but there are plenty of people who don't because they had to earn it. Yeah. They're making their kids earn it. Yeah, they they say they're making their kids earn it. But no, like, I mean a great example. My- a great example is um, one of the other ones is <laughs> randomly. I was reading Jackie Chan. Yeah, um, he's not giving his son any money at all. Good. At all, he's like, Make him he's like, because he had to, earn, he came over here and he had to earn his way, and he did. He, yeah. he and he's built up a, a, a pretty substantial amount of money for himself he over the years. Rebuild Hong Kong in the United That's States. That's what I'm saying. Like he's like over, like he was famous for a while here in all the American movies and stuff. But over he there, he's like years. He's like he's like the Pope. Yeah. Um. Like, but. Anyways, it's he was famous in the seventies in China. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy, especially and Bruce Lee too. Bruce Lee walked around like a god, but but it's Jackie Chan actually got his name here. Well, yeah, he got it here, but now that he comes back, the name Jackie. Oh, he got here. Yeah, because um, I was actually I was remember that cartoon. Jackie Chan Adventures. Yes, with the grandpa. Yeah, I was watching it, and he actually explained it. Like, how he got the name Jackie Chan. Because Jackie, obviously, isn't a common name <laughs> <Yeah>. in China. 
there's Hong Duck and Jackie. <laughs> you know, but he actually uh, they're brothers. <laughs> I think he said he went to school in Austria. I I, I don't know his background. And then, um, I I just read the article and he's not giving his kid. He wants his kid. Yeah. And the, I've heard of other people are like that. They're giving money to other charities and stuff, but they're not giving it to their kids. Yeah, because their kids so, are charities. They're human beings. Yeah, like, they don't need help. They they, they need help. to earn their way. And like I feel like if more people took initiative and effort, like somebody who uh, focuses on bettering the advancement of themselves actually um, has the greater good of the world in mind like yeah. better by bettering yourself you're bettering our economy you're bettering our country just by focusing on trying to better yourself make something of yourself not looking for somebody else to give you something yeah and i just i i, I feel very strongly after the research i've stuff i've read in the last couple of years i really think people should take a better initiative and try to make something of themselves and not just Bl- keep blaming our politicians and our government yeah, yeah. for why minimum wage and Learn our economy is where it is, and then do it. You know, you know. I blame the parents. Well, at the, in, at, all, in almost all damn hippies, in, in, in almost all instances, you can pin it on the parents. Well, yeah, they, because there's the psychology. Kids. You got an eight-year-old kid with a fucking cell phone and iPhone. Yeah, come on now. I don't give a shit if he does. If the parents are divorced. Yeah, no, I definitely. I That's def- bullshit. I definitely agree. Like they're not our well. Obviously, our parents are our number one influence on us. Okay, like and that's every regard. Our parents are whether you become like your parents or you go completely opposite. In a way, they are the number one influence in your upbringing. Which one do you think I did? Um, yeah, you you're exactly like your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, no, I just I really if. But it's funny because it goes to our education system as well. In our education system, we have been taught to learn a skill. Like we go, we learn all this, a lot of useless information. Like, but at the same time, you know, obviously math is very important. Being able to grammar in English is very important. How to, you know, construct a sentence, you know, a thought, put it together. Like, that is very important, but at the same time, like they don't teach practical information in school. Yeah. Like they don't teach how to balance uh, a budget. Like balance your yeah, your they checkbook. Te- they don't teach how to. They don't teach you the shit that you're going to need to know once they, you get out. They basically teach you how to in school. They educate you in a system where you they should teach get, you how to be a student. They teach you how to be a, a, a professional student where you have to be in grade school. You get good grades so you yeah. can and pad your resume to get in a good college. Once you get into college, they keep constructing this thought process that all right you have to get really good grades in college and pad your resume so you can get a good secure safe job and work for a company yeah then you hit the job and it's well you should have known how to do this well they uh, teach you how to be an employee yeah they teach you how to be an employee someone who has original thoughts and ideas that makes your own shit they they teach you to be they teach you to be exactly that a safe get a safe job with good benefits and be an employee for somebody else. But then when that company goes south and the economy is not turning around, that company has to make cuts. And then they turn around and when they get fired or they don't have anything to fall back on because their whole life has been trained for that position or that job and then they have nothing when they get fired or laid off or whatever it may be, they turn around and blame the government for that. Yeah. And I, I just – I don't see it like – 
I feel like you should put some responsibility in your hands. And it's, it's, it's a lot of it has to do with one, our parents, our parents like don't like to talk about it. They don't like to talk about in the household, like money and like finances is a taboo. You don't talk about that. You're not open about it. You're not discussing ideas. So they don't have that mindset. They don't know anything really about, you know, balancing a checkbook, you know, trying to build yeah. assets, where to put their money, where not to put their money, bank accounts, yeah, so my um, IRA account. Me neither. Like, I'm just learning about a lot of this stuff. And then also the other one is, uh, in our, uh, the other big one is our education system. They don't teach us anything about this, you know, how to, you know, build a stock portfolio or how to what, you know, a high interest IRA account versus, you know, a 401k account, yeah. you know. That matches, you know, 50 cents on the dollar or something. Yeah, I remember when I got my first bill. They were like, all right, you got to make sure you keep up with your bills. I was like, okay, how do I pay it? <laughs> Where do I go? What do I do? <laughs> right? Nobody told me this shit. Yeah, like, but, say, parents these days a lot of times just want to say, oh, let them have their childhood. They need to just be able to have fun and be a kid. Fuck that. I need That's, to know how to survive. Not, but that, there's and there's some validity to that, you know? That's you need true. to still be able to have you need to be a child. You need to learn how you need to have your your youthfulness as much as possible, but you still have to know survival skills. Like you're not going to, you know, drive around in the car for hours with a kid and then hand him a knife and tell him to go out into the woods and get dinner. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. You like, teach you, them how to do that shit first. You need, yeah. I mean, you they still have to have their youthfulness, but you need to teach them practical stuff that's yeah, going to translate saying. into the real, yeah, real world. You know, you don't in today's society, our parents don't talk about it because it's a taboo subject. We're not going to talk about finances. We're not going to like I'm try taboo. to educate. I'm taboo. Yeah. Well, you you just look completely taboo. Like everybody's like, I don't know what that kid's. I just don't know what's yeah. wrong with him. He's probably like a meth dealer or something. I am. Um, <laughs> and okay. then our, our education system, it, it's, it's shown statistically that kids are more worried about getting a good grade in the classroom, like a grade, just getting a good grade rather than learning the concepts. They don't care about what they learn. When our education system has gone to that point where they're more worried about a grade than they are worried about learning a skill or information or critical thinking concepts, our education system has failed. Yeah. And we have not, learned... They're not have, learning how to think. They're, they're learning they're, they're, to, Yeah, they're not really learning how to think on themselves. They're just... They're learning they, how to take orders. They're, yeah, they're learning how to please somebody else. Do just enough... Like, this is what I have to do in order to get an A. And then once they get into a job, it's like, this is what I'd have to do to maintain my job. Yeah. You know, they're not, there's no higher high level of thinking. Hmm? Except politics is fun. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> this isn't politics. This is just... Kind of. I mean... Yeah. Social politics. It's starting to get into the whole debate team thing again. Me, me and Dan had this discussion last night. I don't know. I, I like talking about it because I, I, I think there's a, there's stuff to be talked about. There's we Kevin need to make Redbeard. it not a pregame podcast. Yeah. Because we had... Because no, um, one of our three listeners said no to this. To that kind of stuff. Yeah, he... Like, I, was, to I, was talking to, I was talking to Captain Redbeard about it. and <laughs> Shout out to Captain Redbeard. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, one day like, I will meet you, Captain Redbeard. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, well, he lives down, you know, not too far from here, out in Carrollton. Well, 
But um, I, I, I commend him. If I see him at a bar, I'm going to buy him a drink. For listening. Stand, yeah, on the, he, stand um, on the bar and just go, oh, Captain, my like, captain. Yeah, like he straight up, like, I told him about it. I told him what it was, and he looked it up on his phone and downloaded it on his phone and listened to it at work and then told me the next break what he thought. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, freaking awesome. So he didn't like the politics. Yeah, he, I understand it. He the politics. Well, it's, it's the whole thing was is that he listened to it. He was like, yeah, it was really cool, but after about 15 minutes into the po- uh, the politics talk, uh-huh. I was just like, I don't really give a fuck about this. Just because it was just like back and forth, kind of like debate team. Uh-huh. Just going, you know. Okay. There's I like mean, six people paying attention to debate team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. They, uh, I mean, politics <laughs> yeah. is definitely not for everybody. I mean, some people do like it. I mean, yeah. I guess you and your demographic, or the demographic, a lot of people that you work with are very similar, like-minded people. Yeah. They don't like politics. There may be other people who do, but I, I definitely Actually, agree. Actually, most of the people I work with do like politics, but they're all... Well, know, it's really a lot. Like, I, I, they all have at least 15 years on me and Captain Redbeard. True. Yeah, yeah so they're older, older generations. Old people like And, and I, could, I could see yeah. listening. It's not as... Uh, It'd be harder to listen. Yeah, like, It'd be, being they were, in, being if they were debating, debating, they would that, like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's excitement. That's you know, it keeps you hooked into it. But listening to people True. debate about it, all right. But to, is, to, to what you know, especially three we're, we're all twenty, we're all twenty-five year old, 20, 25, 25, 24. We're all kids by a lot of people's standards. Talking about right. shit that hasn't we haven't had time to get perspective yeah, on yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just saying because we were sitting here talking about nothing, so I had to bring something up because yeah. we were like yeah, dead. We, we got to duck the politics though. Cause well, then, uh, we'll just sit I mean, here and twiddle our thumbs like I'm pick my nose, guys. I'm gonna beat off in the corner. Uh, you already have twice since we've <laughs> been sitting here. It's a slow news day, guys. <laughs> like it's just I was like, okay, we can like continue watching mermaid videos, or we can I can bring up this thought I had. All right, fuck it. What's a, what's another video? Let's get some sound, something with mu- uh, music or something. Maybe a dumb. I do have music. the guitar. Uh, the dude playing the guitar. Dude playing a guitar. I, I know a lot of dudes who play guitar. This dude's like super sweet, There's like Santana Corner. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you can look it up. Yeah. Just please do not spill that beer. What like this? Oh no! Balls. He likes balls. He likes balls in his mouth. It affects grown men. Uh, pause it. it stop, you idiot. Pause button. Jesus. I didn't... I hit backspace and it went... It went back. Back. Yes. That's what backspace does on the internet. <laughs> anyway. It's supposed to delete the fucking letters. <laughs> Please just don't look at porn on my computer. That's all I ask. Titties and bear. Okay, I won't look at it, but I'm still going to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Talking don't. to the mic. I don't want to talk into that. <laughs> Talking to the mic like a man. Terrorism, Guy slaps Beyonce. Guy <laughs> punches girlfriend off cliff. Go backspace oh, one. Yeah, yeah, backspace one. <laughs> click, oh, click that one. Click that one. I have to wait, see wait, this. Pushes girlfriend off cliff. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Guy passes out twice on slingshot ride. <laughs> wow. Guy picks nose on TNT and owns it. Guy picks nose. Guy pees himself. Guy <laughs> scary movie. Scary maze, maze game. game. Guy punches computer screen. 
Uh, punch. That was fucking. I want the funny. one that pushes a girlfriend off the cliff. I want to watch that. I've, I've seen that one. That one's fucking hilarious. Okay. He like screams and pisses himself. And it's- all right, guy pushes girlfriend off cliff. Go. This is random click. Here, guys. We have no idea if this is going to be quality <laughs> entertainment or not. <laughs> I Probably have to describe what we're watching. from here, have they? No. I mean, you know it's going to be it's scary, but you know long, you're going to so. be okay, and that's all that matters. There's a lady sitting okay. on a cliff. <laughs> Looks like she has a backpack on. Uh, I hope she's strapped in. Talk with her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing her on the head. It's all you. All you, bitch. You don't have to jump if you don't want to. He's he's fucking lying. God, he's gonna just push her. Fucking lying. Douche. Full screen. Full screen. Scariest thing I've ever done. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh no, Devin! Not yet. What the fuck? Oh my god, that looks terrifying. Five. I'm not gonna jump. Looks like she's gonna swing through the Grand Canyon. Fuck is wrong with her? She's lying. Hooked up. This is terrible. Five, she's gonna swing back three, and hit a rock. Is that a guy two, climbing? One, no, he's zero. just killing her, dude. That's awesome. She's pissed off. She's just pissing herself right now. I'm joking. She's killing her, baby. Dude, that's she's nuts. about to. Look, there's a zip line going that's across. What I'm saying, three, yeah, and then two, she's gonna swing from one, it. Giant swing. Zero. And she's a bitch. She's not. She is pissing. What out. is she holding in her three, hand? Is like a golf club? I don't know. One. Oh. <laughs> Two, one, What's the club for? Zero. I can't do it. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can. Two, he just wants to see her scream. Zero. Oh my god! This is the douchiest boyfriend ever, right? Two. <laughs> he strapped one, into a rock. Zero. You know you're not safe when he's strapped in. I can't do it. Two, one, zero. I don't even want to jump. Two, What's one, zero. Oh. Dude, why is it over there now? She's gonna run into that face of that rock. Die. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I don't wanna do it. Put the hand on the rope. Take six inch step to the right. Just start right there on the edge. Just like that. Now he's gently gonna oh, he's, he's gently gonna just shove her. He's Oh, he's a douche. I see I am not. And right here. Right here. I'm not gonna push you. I'm not gonna push you. Shut up, sir. But if you stand here for I'm not gonna push more you. than 10 more seconds, I will. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> Three? Couldn't this be considered assault? <laughs> oh, you're a douche. Where'd she go? <laughs> What'd she say? I just got dumped. First <laughs> <laughs> boyfriend of the year award goes to. It will be worth it. Someday she'll thank me. So can I? Can Is I she dead? Awesome. Anyways, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want right. to know what's going on. How to be involved? All right. Uh, he definitely just. She's like. I I, I don't want to jump. Don't, I don't, don't want to jump. Shove that bitch right. He just pushed her off the Grand Canyon. Granted, she was tied to a rope, so. Doesn't fucking matter. I don't <laughs> care if I'm tied to everything on the planet. You are not pushing me. Where off did of a she live? I, I wanted to see where she ended up, though, because I really think she was about to run into a rock face yeah. on the other side. Yeah, I, I'll go back to my uh, original <laughs> search place with lines. <laughs> Plays guitar with feet. What the fuck. <laughs> Guy plays piano with tennis balls. Oh, I've seen that. That's <laughs> kind of cool. Trance music on guitar. Drums with muscles. 
<laughs> Playing banjo solo. That's that's that's. I built that wrong. Guy plays guitar with spoon, with mouth, with teeth, like piano, with steel panther on. Mm. Thriller. Thriller. <laughs> uh, I hate hunting pack. <laughs> you really need to be more proficient with computers. Yeah. This is. It's kind of hard to type at a ninety degree angle from the keyboard. <laughs> I've typed upside down before. Comfortably. I am not electronically Nerd. illiterate. <laughs> and yet here we are, still waiting for your video. Loading. Loading. Oh, this is good air. I like this. Yeah, it really is. We're slowly losing listeners. No, we're oh. quickly losing lo- <laughs> listeners. There's three of them. It can only be so fucking quick. Yeah. And just. Here he is. And you say we can't talk politics. Oh, yeah. Listen to this, dude. Yeah, you're going to turn the volume on. Insane music and people were just straight up walking past them. No one even looks except for that one guy holding the fucking camera. Oh my god! And he's playing it like on his lap. Like. Yeah, that's all straight tap. Like that's I, all he's doing. Oh, it's just tapping. Yeah, he's all he's doing is tapping. I think he's got a tube screamer hooked up, but that's a. Like he's tapping with both hands. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. I thought he might be like plucking with. Well, he might do a little bit of plucking, but I'm pretty sure he, it, it was mostly tap. this video just because I love that guitar like this the sound he's making with is amazing 
That's he's playing basically a rhythm and a lead on the neck, yeah. and he's playing chords. So it's not like he's tapping one string. Like his left hand's playing like a rhythm, and he's actually like tapping chords. And then he's got his he's right got hand the, doing the the high pitch solo notes, like yeah, high up on the neck. I wonder, like, what inspired him to, like, try to learn guitar that way. Mm -hmm. Did somebody teach him, or did he just pick it up like that one day? That might might be, you know, he got a guitar, didn't have a teacher, and then, you know, that was how he felt comfortable playing. I guess, but nobody plays guitar like that. Nobody. Maybe he was playing guitar, and I mean, then there's he's like tapping. Like, I, there there are a lot of artists who actually do tap when they yeah. play guitar, but they generally don't lay it on their lap yeah. and play it this way. They hold it like a normal guitar and they well, just I mean, tap. Maybe he was playing a piece on the piano and yeah. wanted to play it on the guitar and did that to play it out and was like, uh-huh. dude, that was crazy. Sitting on the street, sitting on his little like twelve watt practice amp. Yeah, and then he's got his his. I'm, I think that's a tube screamer. Yeah, it could be. He's just sitting out on the street, and people are just walking by. Like I said, that's like some. He's on some like Santana shit, dude. Well, yeah, like you've like you've, legit. you've seen pictures and read the story of like this guy, like this like musician, like considered like one of the best violin players in the world oh, Joshua Bell yeah was in on New York Subway yeah playing Mozart and yeah. he was playing some of the most talent like yeah, technical was, pieces yeah, and he, he actually was, played a sold out concert the, yeah. the, the night before in like some big music hall and he went to the subway and nobody stopped and listened to him play they just kept yeah. walking by the only person that stopped was a little kid yeah, he he was uh, he's considered to be one of the world's best musicians. Yeah, playing what's considered to be the world's best musical piece, mm-hmm. and no one listened. Nobody listened. Nobody stopped. He he made uh, it was thirty five dollars and some odd cents the whole time he was the there. whole time he was there. Yeah, it's just I mean it's crazy. Like people are so infatuated with. They have to go to work. They yeah. have to get a paycheck. They have to pay their bills. And then they they don't have time to stop to hear this. Like, you miss all the, you know, nuances and beauty of and, life in general. And, you know, I was actually watching um, one of the science videos. Yeah, the, sci- the yeah. science of music. Did you? Yeah. And um, they actually, he was actually explaining how um, music triggers... Uh, Dopamine. Endorphins. Yeah. The release of dopamine, which is... We are all getting high right now just by listening to this. It's a response that your mind gives your body to tell uh, as a reward. Yeah. So, in a sense, music is actually addictive. You find a music... Music that you enjoy. I'm very addicted to music. Yeah, I mean, I am too. But that's there's yeah. it's actual scientific reason for it. That's that's pretty cool. We'll have to yeah. check that video out next. One, this is almost over. 
Well, we can look that up. But that, I mean, that's very true. Like, and they say like one of the the biggest best things you can do, like that, to like kind of like help yourself in day to day life and yeah. like help fight depression and all this other stuff is just and sing, terrorist. sing, yeah, sing, like. Don't you don't have to sing well. Just get in yeah. your car, play music, and sing. Yeah, and not just kind of hum and really just sing. Who cares? Stop just bobbing sing. your head. Just just sing. Sing the shit. You know what it is. And because singing, me. singing will let out endorphins. Is what. Yeah. And endorphins are, are what you know make you happy. They. Yeah, it's the uh, it's your mind telling your uh, telling your or rewarding your body or. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. your body rewarding itself for doing a good job. Yeah, so it wants to be rewarded again, so it's going it's going to force you to seek out. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what. Um, well, it's funny because obviously endorphins like make you happy, and so when you do something good that you like, you do something yeah. that you like, you let out a little bit of endorphins. Well, what, that's what E does. Ecstasy yeah. actually that's how the drug works is that is thing it, in the brain it lets out endorphins. Yeah. The only, and it, it um slows the uh the process of um it, eliminating it, them too. Yeah, it, it yes, it, it it does slow the process. The only problem with it is if you do it too much, one your brain or your body relies on that and it yeah. then it can't it can't produce it, it on can't its own. produce endorphins on their own and it so it becomes it, and that's you know, where you get the <clears throat> Inevitable crash from ecstasy yeah. and is then, when the the next day, and you have your body's unable to produce. Yeah, you're, that's why you're completely depression. Yeah, because you use it too much, and well, your body not even relies if you just on use it too much. Even if you just use it once, your body's produced too much, and it has had time to replenish its supply of. The, you're the, just uh, depressed stuff. all day. So yeah, you just end up depressed all day because you your body needs to replenish those the chemicals yeah, that yeah. are released to yeah, create the feelings to begin with. That's ecstasy, kids. Don't do it. Dot dot dot. I try to turn our, our three listeners Dude, into why, drug why, addicts. I, I don't know. I I have never tried it, but I I definitely want to try it once or twice before I die. I mean, I'm not going to take it regularly by any means, but yeah. I mean, that's what they all say. I'm that's that would probably be the extent of it. I'm not I'm not trying to burn holes in my brain with acid or. You know, completely destroyed. Like, like the wonderful wild wa- uh, whites of West Virginia. <laughs> oh, Lord. Have you all the seen dude that? Had, oh, my God. Dude had a hole burned into his brain from huffing gasoline for 20 years. Who thinks it's a good idea to huff gasoline? Seriously, people. Apparently, that guy. That guy's retarded. The scientific power of music. Yep. Oh, God. Here we go again, people. It's good stuff. Advertising. People everywhere. <laughs> People everywhere are hurting. Then fucking help them and stop asking for my help. <laughs> Whether it's Mozart, Joni Mitchell, Adele, or newcomers like Frank Ocean, music is powerful and has existed in all cultures throughout history. But why do humans find music so addictive and pleasurable? At its core, music is the combination of audio frequencies and intricate patterns floating through the air and clashing together in your ear. Much like your eyes process light, your ears process waves of sound and trigger a state of excitement and sometimes pleasure in your brain. Humans experience pleasure from many stimulants such as food, sex, and drugs. But because many of these stimulants are necessary for human survival, the body has created a system in which it rewards you for achieving them. What's really happening is the release of a neurotransmitter in the brain called dopamine. 
Dopamine is a chemical responsible for making you feel good. When dopamine is released following a reward, such as a delicious meal or winning the lottery, the neurotransmitter causes a feeling of pleasure and satisfaction. Drugs, such as cocaine, take advantage of this pathway by increasing the amount of dopamine, or rather, preventing its removal, causing continual stimulation of your neurons, which creates intense moments of pleasure. Music has the ability to create a state of arousal, causing people to dilate, blood pressure to rise, and the so brain to fire to an auditory movement and emotional reaction. And even though music does not have a direct survival sad. benefit, this yeah. emotional reaction causes a release of the feel-good chemical dopamine. Though the exact evolutionary reasoning is unclear, the amazing fact remains, music chemically alters our body and makes us feel great. And in the same way that a drug-induced dopamine surge leaves you craving more, music becomes addictive. The dopamine tells your body it was rewarded and creates the desire to seek out more. Um, Even though music enjoyment is entirely subjective and intertwined with cultural and personal experience, the chemical effects remain consistent amongst the human race. A perfectly natural drug of happiness. Got a burning question you want? No. Uh, I didn't catch any of that. Oh, man, I just spaced out. (laughs) This is terrible. He was high on music. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had a song There's, stuck in my head. The dopamine was still running through your system from that no, last video. Complete tangent. And, Com- um, no. Alright, complete tangent. Um, so, alright. I have a girl that I work with in my... Is she cute? No. Stick it in yet? Okay, I work in a tire bay, and oh, she, she's, she's a cute. girl working on a car. You picture... You uh, no, I've seen cute girls working on cars. It's very rare. Okay. Whatever happened. I don't know. I mean, it, high school, it, it, we I went mean, to a couple cool. parties. I mean, she's really cool, whatever. But, alright, so she listens to dubstep. And um, she asked me the other day, like, blah, she's blah. like, yeah, right? She. We're talking B Lands? B Lands? At least do- dopamine. Was that, was that a B Lands reference? Is that what we're doing? Blah, blah. Yeah, I listen to Borderlands. Blah, blah. Anyways, look at my robot name. Yeah, plug in. Play Borderlands Two today. Um, no, she listens to dubstep. Plug she down. asked me. She's like, "Do you listen to dubstep?" And I was like, "No, I don't listen to techno." And she's like, "It's not techno. It's dubstep. There's Damn, a difference." Dubstep. And I was just like, "No, it's techno." And she's like, "No, no, no. It's different." I was like, "Okay." The definition of techno is music made through technology. How is dubstep made? Through a soundboard pressing buttons that make noises. Okay? It's not played through an instrument. It's played through a piece of technology. That's how it's composed. So, by that definition, it is techno. Sure, it is a subgenre of techno. Like, we have many subgenres of metal and rock, subgenres of hip-hop. You know, there are subgenres, but... It is still under the genre of techno. So how are you going to sit there and tell me it is not techno? And she just didn't comprehend it. She's like, it's not. It's not techno. It's dubstep. Labels are stupid. Yeah. It's music. Shut up. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's increasing my flow of dopamine. I just... (laughs) Dopamine. English translation. I I don't get that from dubstep, though. I'm sorry. Making our music, guys. It's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> let's let's play some dubstep for our viewers. I want to listen. It better be fucking good. Look sub- up Skrillex. Okay, we'll play the best of the best dubstep. Just type in Skrillex and see. What the I don't even know how to spell Skrillex. S K R I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up for all you. What is this? Probably his best song is like Equinox. Ghosts or something like that. 
I love. I like Equinox. <laughs> or Levels. Levels was good. But... Goat. Ghosts. Ghosts. Ghosts and stuff, yeah. Okay. Because he wanted it to be ghosts and shit, but it w- they wouldn't. Scrillage, kill everyone, and blah, blah, blah. Ghosts and stuff. This one? Mm. Official video? Okay, well, yeah, alright. We'll, we'll go with we'll go official, on the official video. We'll see how official this is. <laughs> Hopefully, my mind will be blown. This is also the thing. Mouse. Yeah, do do Equinox. Okay, well, that go. was like his first huge video. Yep, that's the one. Wub. <laughs> I wub this. <laughs> Dubstep Care Bear. She washes the dishes with wub. Guys, this better be good. This is the first time I've ever heard this song. Really? I'm sure that matters. Anybody with a computer and a drum machine can make this music. In this video, we have a pedophile stalking a little girl. Hey, that little girl is scary fucking girl. I mean, let's see. I have a I feel like I should give them candy. Hi, does this smell like porcelain? <laughs> it's like a comedy routine. <laughs> He's just like straight fucking him up with his mind power.
told you. Fucking scary little kid. She has demons and finger power. I don't know what the fuck you call that little man. That's stuff power. I don't know. I mean, I, power I, I, of I can, I can <laughs> appreciate the composition aspect of dubstep, but I just and that I don't think it's overly technical. Like I don't, I don't see. I mean, it. the actual composure of the beat is technical, but the process of putting it together is not. It's just. I mean, the actual the actual composure of it is no different than any other style of music, like writing a good riff on a guitar or writing a good bit for an orchestra is the same thing as dubstep. It's just in a different format and you don't need to know how to play an instrument. You don't. You can just take noises and copy and paste them together in a like free program and I can make dubstep music. And I have have no musical creativity whatsoever. You play guitar. You know how to play guitar anyway. (laughs) And well, Rob... I just, I mean, I don't get me wrong. They're doing their thing, and there's people who listen to it. And so, props to you for doing something that you love. I just, I just think it takes more musical theory to compose an actual like song, song guitar riff, and well, I mean, it's, uh, com- you know, or I mean, definitely for like an orchestra, like musical piece. Yeah, there's not really any skill set. You know, I mean, like there's yes, you have to kind I mean, it's not saying there's no skill set. I mean, there is some you have to kind of piece together stuff and have an ear, but overall like there's no physical skill that you have to know. Like you don't have to know music theory whatsoever. Don't you don't have to know how to play an instrument. They just press buttons. And for the actual composition, you're sitting on your computer with some equipment and just clicking a mouse and when they yeah, do it live they just hit a play button and yeah and then every now and then they like well, scratch it, and other there's stuff more, there's more to it than that i mean this is the same thing that we were we were talking about last podcast where if you don't you you know people bash it and then they don't do the research on it because there's a lot more to it than that like the actual composure of the song takes a long time because they have to sit there, they have to find the beats that they want to use, figure out how they're going to put them together, then put them together, listen to them, find any of the errors, listen to it again after they fix it, see if that's how they want it to be. If it's not, they scratch Oh, yeah, it I'm sure it does take over. a long time. Like yeah. most musical pieces I mean, yeah. in creating something in general in life, it does take a long time that's if you I'm want saying. it to be it's good. It's the same thing as... But the whole time, all she's doing is clicking a mouse yeah but once you learn how to I play can an, click a mouse but once you learn how to play a di- uh, an instrument it's no different when you're when you're profi- extremely proficient at an instrument like um we got Buckethead or Dimebag Daryl playing guitar there are like a small percentage of people in the world who are proficient at their instrument at that level well I'm saying like they're they're like the top examples yes of guitar it's the same thing to them. All they're doing is pushing buttons. It's not even... It's not a difficult task. The and difference in essence, would be... Playing guitar is not a difficult task. It's just knowing how to do it. The difference would be... I've seen videos of live dubstep. Not saying this is all of them. But 
a significant enough portion of them where they just hit play. What, like start, Daft Punk? And then they go out to the crowd and dance. Yeah, that's... Well, they hit you play. You are not performing live at that point. They hit play on their beat. They have, like, two turntables, and then they have, like, this basically, like, 3x3, three 4x4, three, 5x5 four five five soundboard yeah. that all have a different sound, and they're just, like, smashing buttons. Yeah, see, it sounds cool, but you're not... I just don't see... The, the, whole, the whole point of uh, live dubstep DJ is that the whole reason that people go is that those DJs are, like, nine times out of ten, they'll end up making an entire different song or entire different remix on the spot. And you'll never be able to hear that song anywhere else. That's why they do it. No, I, I mean, that's cool in that aspect, but um, anybody with any kind of rhythm and you give me a soundboard right now and give me 25 sounds and as long as give me like 10 minutes to memorize all those sounds hit play on a track and i could make a new song too and i've never touched dubstep in my life yeah well i mean that's that's the difference between but if i gave those dubstep artists and composers or whatever you want to call them a guitar unless they have experience at playing guitar they cannot pick up that guitar and play it at a proficient level like i can play well you just like you get twenty five sounds. Think how many sounds can a guitar make? I mean, a lot of sounds. Uh, yeah. So, in order to make that a, a fair uh, fair trade off, you have to you would have to memorize the exact same amount of sounds that that guitar can make in all tuning. That's my point. I can memorize, learn dubstep in ten minutes. Why it could take a lifetime to even come close to you know mastering a guitar. But uh, so that's my point. Dubstep is not overly is, technical. If you want to, if you want to put it on that same scale, you would have to memorize all the dubstep sounds that there are, which is almost as many as you can do on a guitar. I mean, it's just a noise. Like they, you, whatever noises the same you thing want, that a guitar is whatever noises you want. You just program it to your soundboard and you say this button makes this noise this button makes this noise this one so then you hit play on your beat and then you go do 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 ding 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 that's the same thing on guitar except for you don't have a record you can't just record it on the guitar no you actually have to know musical theory to play guitar you have to know a through g you have to know modes you have to know i don't know any of that shit i play guitar and how many, how many, all three of us have played guitar, but how many of us are even close to being proficient at it? Yeah, I, we can strum a few power chords and bar chords and know A through G, your basic modes here, here, and down on the neck. Yeah, but, but how I'm many not, actually, when I you're composing, when you're composing a, writing a solo, you have to know musical, some form of musical theory. It's not just strum, like picking. And how many proficient dubstep DJs do you think there are? I have no idea. I don't listen to dubstep. Exactly. There's not a lot. It's just like proficient guitarists. There's not a lot of them. <laughs> My point is, I could probably be as good as them. Like, no. give me like a week, two weeks, and if I like sat down and tried, I could be. It's. I'm telling it's you. It's like people saying they could come in and do my job. You, I'm no. I'm saying it takes more skill to do your machinist job than it does dubstep. Not really. It's just, it's a different view. You have to know, like, if you listen closely to the songs, you have you have to listen to all the beats. Every single beat that they put in, layered over layer. You know, 
all the thought that they put into it. When you hear a 10-second bit, even though there may only be a few things, there's like you hear a sound, and that's the most obvious one, and then there's a layer behind that, and then there's a layer behind yeah. that. So he's saying that there's you're hearing a sound, and they're actually playing three or four at the same time or something like that. So you hear... I've recorded pieces of music. I know the thought process behind layering. So You do that in all pieces of music. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that, like... I guess my response would be the keyboard. That's yeah, a, keyboard a, skills, is, a certain number of buttons. It's not an actual piano, so there's no no, no... no, no, no. Piano is musical theory. There are musical notes. You have to know chords. You have to, like, you have to know modes. There is theory behind the piano. It's so not just not, pressing buttons. How do you know that there's not dubstep chords? There aren't. It's how do you a know? noise. How do you know? I know. No, you don't. Okay. Yeah, all music is noise. All mu- when you break it down, all okay. Play a G note and dubstep. Show me a G note and dubstep. Show me a G chord. Show me an F sharp. Show me an F flat. Show me a scale. Show me a G sharp scale. When you break E minor scale, all music is nothing but sound waves. <sighs> yeah, I mean, now you're just being like, obviously, it's all noise. And that, if you go to the simplest, bare roots, caveman theory of music, yes, it is all noise. But there is actually a. I'm not saying there isn't thought process in dubstep, but I'm just saying the skill aspect of it, you don't need any kind of theory or concept of music to create dubstep. You have to have a sense, an ear for music in that regard, yes. And I'm not saying it's easy because I've dealt with layering and stuff like that on computer and having track over track over track and creating just like songs. And it is, it's a process. And I'm not saying that, you know, anybody can do it i'm just mean the actual music part is they're not creating those sounds when i play guitar i create those sounds yeah but neither was uh beethoven when he wrote his symphonies he wasn't creating those sounds he was writing the process for those sounds and then other people played them yeah he didn't all composers by that yeah he was he was a composer a dubstep DJ, in essence, is a composer. Yeah. Composers okay. do not know how to play all the brass instruments, all the percussion instruments, you know, all the woodwinds. You know, they don't know how to play every instrument they're writing music for, but they do know what the sounds are, and they write music for it. Yes, there are dubstep. They are composing a piece of so-called music. I, yeah. I'm not disputing that. What I'm disputing is if you give me a soundboard, I can make a dubstep song. Yeah, you could probably make a fairly basic one, but it wouldn't be on the same level as these guys. Not quite, but it would be the, no. the, the it margin. Would be nowhere near it. The margin would be much closer. I guarantee it. Well, it'd be a lot closer than if you just picked up a violin. You didn't know dick about it because violin takes. That's it, my point. You, that that's that's my point. It takes time to learn you how to make music sounds. theory. Yes, you take no, learn how to make music not, theory. It's not just the music and the theory. skill aspect of positioning your fingers where they're they're clicking a mouse, compo- sitting behind a desk, clicking a mouse to compose yeah, they a still song. Have to learn, or they're press smashing their index fingers they to, s- really fast to make. They still have to learn those sounds. The only thing that's why I said, give me ten minutes to memorize twenty five sounds, and I can create a dubstep song. The only I'm not saying it'll be a masterpiece. As far as the genre goes, but I'm saying I can create that song. The only difference, with, uh, as far as the skill set goes, with a in, uh, physical instrument, is that you have to learn how to make that instrument make those sounds. That's what takes so long to learn, is actually making the instrument make those sounds. Once you get that down, 
then you've learned the notes you uh, you you know you memorize all the notes that it can make and then if you're good at writing music you're good at writing music if you're not you're fucked you just wasted 10 years of your life that's about it dubstep just skips you know in any kind of techno like you can't tell me the prodigy put uh, made basic beats that you could duplicate after 10 minutes with a with a soundboard no, not after 10 minutes. Yes, because they sat behind a desk. Like, that's like what I'm saying. Like, and when they, they go out and the play, and it. they play a solo off the top of their head, like, that takes skill. When somebody just goes out and wings it, and just like, all right, you got 10 yeah, minutes, you go. Dubstep DJs do that on every show they do. Yes, they, they write a sm- new song for every 25 show. sounds, and they smash some buttons together. They have like 600 sounds. But they have a soundboard of like five by five, maybe slightly larger that I've seen, and they just go like this. For all you listeners at home, I just move my hands really fast. (laughs) He pushed lots of buttons. Fun conversation, guys. Yeah. Oh, and I, a disclaimer, I like I give mad respect to the people that are doing something that they love to do. I mean, I have appreciation for anybody who composes music. I'm just I don't necessarily agree that the skill set is equated to music uh, like an actual instrument. And we're back to dead air. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So I just pissed off all our dubstep listeners. That's half of our viewers. Half the population. Captain like Redbeard. <laughs> well, it's like half the population right now, and then give it about three years, and the next fat will come in. Yeah. I don't know. Raps lasted a pretty good time. And then metal no, rap is in the dead. 90s. It's hip-hop now. Well, yeah, hip-hop. whatever. There is a difference. There is a difference. Yeah, they talk more about money than rap well, That's did. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I've, I've, I would put... Actually, it's funny. I'd probably put dubstep over like a rap or hip-hop song by far. Yeah. Okay. But Especially if it's ones, even though I'm putting them above, I would put them pretty close to equal because at that point, as long as you have a fat beat, quote unquote, yeah, your music will sell. So well, that's all dubstep is is beat. Exactly. So the beat sells. It doesn't matter. They just don't use lyrics for the most part. And yeah, I'll put it to you this way: I don't listen. I listen to rock and roll. I listen to heavy metal. Listen to all this stuff. I will listen to that when I'm just sitting around. Dubstep and stuff like that, I only really want to hear that in the context of a club or something like that, somewhere where I, people are dancing, people are having drinks. Yeah, and that's, like, that's what dubstep and techno and all sorts of shit came out for, was yeah. dancing. I'm well, never going to play that when I'm working. Like, that, it, it wasn't made for stuff like that. And that's what music is for. It is to entice yeah, the it's listener. supposed to amp you. Yeah, it's supposed to entice the listener and to, you know, get up. And I've always really liked that. That's why I really like music is the effects it has on people, like the positive effects and everything. So any kind of form of music I really appreciate. And that is a form of music loosely yeah. based, you, even though you're not playing. You just look not, like you forced that out so hard. Yeah, because by definition, it's not. Because if you take a drum, that's not an instrument because you can't play a G note. If you play dubstep, there is no... G note being played there. It is mostly percussion sounds that yeah. you're hearing that are altered with 
you know, but loosely based, they're, they're mostly percussion sounds, and by definition, that's not, it's not, you can't play a G, G chord, you can't play E minor scale. Or, you can play different notes, though. Percussion can play different notes. No, they can't. Not with one drum, with a drum set. No, you can't, they're, you, they're, you have your sounds, but they are not notes. They are notes. They are not Every notes. Every sound isn't a note. No, it's not. It is. It's a tone, but it's not a note. Best conversation ever. <laughs> this is just going to turn into a brawl at one point. <laughs> it's just like, it's a fucking note! <laughs> I will gladly encourage any... And it's tone. funny because I actually have... I mean, he's not by any means a good friend, um, but I have a friend of a friend who is literally making... Do, living out his dream, writing and doing dubstep now from Suffolk, Virginia. Really? Yeah, he is actually living in New York, and he's at the Red Bull Academy for Music right now. Wait, from Suffolk? Or no, not Suffolk. Excuse me, not Suffolk. I lied. That's Hampton, Hampton. Okay, I was going to say, then I should really know this dude. No, Hampton, okay. Hampton. I wouldn't know him from Hampton then. No, it's from well, Hampton. Like, he's, a friend, it, I, he's a friend of my old roommates when I lived in Norfolk and Odia. Uh, um, yeah. He went to high school with him, and we've played poker with him a few times. He's a real weird, goofy guy, like... Almost dubstep guys are socially awkward like, white guy. That's Skrillex. Yeah, like there's just socially awkward white guys, and he fits right in. But he's now at the Red Bull Music Academy doing his thing, and I follow him on Instagram and stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty cool. He's doing, he's doing what he loves to make a living. Or even if you're not like, if you're scraping by, but you're doing what you love, I have mad respect for you. Yeah. So I mean, like in that regard, I mean that's cool. But I just, I would think it takes personally more composition to play an actual instrument actual yeah i I have similar views about like dancing in that you know in that kind of way not that it doesn't take skill to dance but that there's no real point because i don't dance to have fun yeah. It's an emotional reaction to music dopamine, that you're listening to. Dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. But I listen to music and I don't dance. That's true. I there, are two, there are two. And it's funny because my best friend Josh and his fiance Emily, are they, they will both listen to a song that they both absolutely like. Like yeah. passionately like this song. Josh will sit there, listen to it, and he'll be into it. But he won't make any emotion. He may bob his head, but that's yeah. it. Whereas Emily, on the other hand, she'll listen to the exact same song and just absolutely and just love like it. Balls out. She has to dance. Yeah, that's just her. And see, screw guys tonight, Gareth. I gotta dance. And I mean, I have like, I have like such a broad view on on this subject just because, just for the fact that uh, I don't dance. I don't really see the purpose of it but friends yet don't dance corbin and no friends on the other mine. hand mm-hmm. dances yeah he's been dancing for years he knows multiple forms of dancing mm-hmm. you know and he goes and he dances every week mm-hmm. you know almost every other night so i go out and hang out with him and he dances and he shows me all these you know proficient dancers like yeah they have amazing talent there's no doubt about that you know they work their ass off for that but there's no practical use of it. Like martial arts. There's a practical use for martial arts. Someone comes up to punch you, I can use martial, martial arts to defend myself. Yeah. I cannot use dancing to defend myself. You can pop and lock the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Slide around the pool table. <laughs> yeah. 
pull some Jackie Chan shit. In that kind of in that kind of view, it's Dancing it's not master. the exact same view, but it is that same kind of vibe to the view. I don't see the point in it. I don't do it, but I understand that it takes skill and that people enjoy it. So it ain't hurting me. Fuck it. <laughs> well, I have this. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I've brought if I've brought this up before. I apologize. Stop me. But I listened to a TED Talks, and if you've never heard of TED Talks, it's just this big um, thing where people just go up and talk and brainstorm about their theoretical ideas and stuff on society. Yeah. Like whatever they want to talk about, they just talk at this thing. It's just TED organization. And at one of the ones I listened to on my phone one time was this guy who says. Every single one of us is born in all, or not autistic, artistic. <laughs> I'm better artistic. <laughs> Everybody's born autistic. I mean, Sudoku! <laughs> every, every single one of us is born an aut- artistic person. Um, but. And then we kill it. Our, our, our school system, education system, yeah. slowly drains all the artistic ability out of every single one of us. And to the point where it is all completely gone. So, um, and he, he uses the story that he said, uh, one time, uh, the story for an example would be, uh, he said there was this girl who was in like this, you know, I don't know, she must've been like early, like first, second, third grade. I don't remember. And she just wasn't doing well. And, um, in her classes, she was just, uh, kind of acting out and like getting up and moving around, like just acting, just acting up. And so they, they called in a parent teacher conference and, um, Susan. Yeah, uh, they called in parent-teacher conference. Um, and they uh, so they uh, oh, I'm I'm losing track. I got distracted. <laughs> no, they called her in. They're like, I, your your, your kid, your kid is uh, acting up in class. And this is before the whole ADD epidemic, where everybody, they were just every yeah. kid they were diagnosing every kid. This so this is back in the seventies yeah, before ADD existed. Yeah, you know it was you a, can't pay attention. Yeah, um, so they. They 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 were like I I think we should move your your kid to a, um, a special needs class because you, she's just not right like I feel like she should be in a special needs class so uh, they were gonna they put her in special needs classes and then they're like well she should probably meet with a, a therapist once a week to cure your daughter and the, they so they took her to the therapist they sat down and they talked with the. Uh, uh, so it was the therapist, the, the, the child, the little girl and the two parents and they were talking and the whole time the girl was like sitting on her hands, like, and just literally sitting on her hands and she was just wiggling. And, um, so they were talking, asking all these questions to the girl, this, that, and the other talking to the parents. And, and then the, um, the therapist was like, I think we should uh, talk in private. Can we step outside for a second? And and the parents look at each other like, uh, okay, yeah, I guess we can do that. So they get up, they step outside, and then as um, the therapist walks out of the room, like allows the parents to go out, and as she's shutting the door, she turns on the radio, and then the parents are like, well, what's wrong with our daughter? Like, what's wrong? What 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 can we do? What's wrong with our daughter? Like freaking out, and then they're just, um, and the therapist is just like, just wait, and the parents are like, what 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 do you mean wait? Well, what's wrong with our daughter? Like just being a typical parent like they're f- like what are what's wrong with yeah. our daughter and the typical white people yeah that are just over yeah freaking yeah out. freaking out yeah and they're like and the therapist is like just wait a minute and they're like listen watch and then not like two like five seconds after they shut the door the girl gets up in the room and just starts dancing it's no real it's no real you know 
control that's not thought out. It's just she's moving yeah, and it, interpreting the music with her body language. Room, yeah, which is she, in essence what dancing is. Yeah, she's but just, she you know, she has no not prior knowledge to dancing. None of her family was dancers, this, that, and the other. It's she's just soul. dancing, and she's like, what is wrong with your daughter is the fact that she is a dancer. And that's what the therapist said. And she's like, she needs to be in, um, what do they call it, like, liberal arts school. She needs to yeah. be in a, a, a music school. Art Juilliard. School. Yeah, like... What did you know? I mean, this is grade school, <laughs> so it wouldn't be Juilliard. She's in, like, second grade or something like that. So that's what That'd she did. Badass. And the funny thing is, at that story, she went to these musical, uh, like, art schools. She studied dance. She got, like... She graduated at this high school. She went to some music college, got a, a bachelor's in some music arts, and masters and like some dance theory and all like all this crazy stuff and then it turns out to be the woman who um choreographed and wrote the now big musical cats what yeah and so had they listened to her teacher and put her in special needs classes she would have never seen her full potential yeah so that is just one of the cases that he uses as an example to prove the point that every single one of us is born an artistic person and it's just our education system that drives beats it out of us beats it out of brutally. us brutally yeah <laughs> I today, today need to be able to run numbers, today, and calculate. Yeah, and today they would just quickly diagnose uh, any kid with ADD and throw a bunch of Ritalin and drugs at them yeah, just they, to kill it. Drug it out of the kid. They diagnosed me with ADD. I was just fucking bored. That's what I was. Everybody's been diagnosed. I mean, I haven't because my parents are like, fuck that. <laughs> I wasn't doing well in school, but they're like, it's not because he's struggling or, he, you know, he's just he's a normal kid. Yeah. yeah. So neither of mine. This shit sucks. He my doesn't parents, want to be there. My parents have had many conversations with teachers that will sit there and say, we know he's the smartest kid in this class. He's one of the few ones failing it. And it's just because I was fucking bored. I didn't. I was not interested yeah. in anything they had to say. Everything that we would spend uh, – a month or two out of the beginning of class going over shit we learned last year. Yeah, Why do you, you expect know? me to pay attention to that? I'm going to sleep, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you, that's, you, that's what I did in all throughout high school. Oh, and, and they, oh, well, some of the kids didn't get it. Well, they're, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> Those ones put them stupid. back in the old class. Yeah. Those ones are stupid. You shouldn't have passed them last year. Exactly. <laughs> and the problem is, like you were saying before, just in that, you know, it's, I mean, they, I just, I know so many of my family members that are on medication for it now because they've been diagnosed with quote unquote ADD or ADHD or some form. And now, just bored. yeah, and now yeah. I know they're kids. Their yeah. attention span naturally isn't going to be there. Like it's you got you got to be talking about Reese. Oh, well, every kid, every kid. <laughs> what kids do you know? Like, you know, like their mind is like, "Ooh, this is something new. Let me try this. Ooh, this is something. Everything's yeah. new to them. Like life is an yeah. adventure. Life is new. Yes. You can't sit a child in a classroom for seven hours a day and expect <laughs> shit to just roll smoothly. It's not until you hit your late, you know, mid to late twenties, early thirties that you realize that life actually sucks and it's not vibrant and exciting. <laughs> that you calm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's to me it, it's crazy. It's like the same concept is cat williams always says like when they see a parent slap their child in the middle of walmart because he grabbed a packet of snickers kid bitch your kid likes sugar he's gonna grab snickers he's right. a kid like what right you know it's it's fun i find it funny so it's on that same regard the same concept like you, a kid is gonna be a kid so and i know too many people now who just can't function 
a single day without taking their medication because they've been on it so long. And yeah, I, because I, it, it it's become it's no different. They it's cannot, no different than cocaine. They cannot get out of bed without taking yeah. Adderall. Your body relies on it yes. after a while. Well, I think it's less that and that they're scared more so to have to do it on their own because they've never had to. They've never had yeah. to balance themselves. They've never had to keep themselves in check because they've always had medication. Yeah, I, I have that same problem with alcohol. <laughs> and it's funny, like, I don't because know what life would be uh, like without beer. The, the invention, I mean, I say that term loosely, but the invention of ADD and ADHD as a new, pheno- relatively new phenomenon in the lifespan. Yeah. Or his, like, it's only something that's come up in the last 20 or so years. And why is, and, you know, it just baffles me. Never had this problem the other, you know, 2,000 years that we've been on the planet or whatever. Some would say that we are, uh, I don't know. It just seems ridiculous to me. I would say it's not that we created it, it's that we just figured out what it was. And for some of the things... Yeah, that's what they say. Well, we also thought uh, the best way to cure schizophrenia in women at one point was to give them an orgasm. Yeah. We invented the vibrator to cure schizophrenic women of their schizophrenia. Yeah, that ain't working out so well. (laughs) No. Well, some that just kind of women would say on, on the sidebar. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of like numbs, like they just go into a coma for a little bit shortly dopamine, after. Bitch, yeah, dope. Just here's a bunch of dopamine because you had an orgasm, and then it's just for like the next. Shut up and sit down. Fifteen minutes, they're like, and then it's just back to. And then they smoke skin. cigarette and back to schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah, that was, but that was why we invented the vibrator. That's what it was created for. Mm-hmm. Cheers, folks. That pisses me off. True That's story. a medical invention. <laughs> I watched I, I the one episode of the, the the new Amy Shulman show or whatever it may be was uh, the one episode where I, she was talking about vibrators and how all girlfriends like buy vibrators for like their other girlfriends for like gifts yeah. and stuff like that's just a weird concept to me. But it, well, we don't. You know, we're guys. We don't do shit like that. I'm not gonna buy my friend. Uh, some kind of sex toy. Flesh to- because- I'm not buying you a fleshlight, yeah, Josh. Not a fleshlight. Because I know what you're going to do with that, and I don't want to think about that I, shit. I'm going to buy you a porno. What? <laughs> I don't want to think about you Back watching this. Nine. Back door you do that for bachelor parties. You buy porn and throw it at, at their face. You can't touch any of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I like to buy the live version on the bachelor party. I buy a stripper. Or in some incidents, a prostitute. Midget stripper. Midget nun stripper coming out of an angel food cake. Bridget the midget. Yes. <laughs> there you go, kids. Yeah. Just Damn. in case anybody that listens to this is Catholic. Midget nun stripper coming out of an angel food Just cake. Just so you know, my kids are not going to be taking Ritalin or Adderall or any of that. Damn right. Let them run around. Give them more sugar. Well, but there are kids who... I've seen not, a drastic yes. case. I'm, I've yes. seen a drastic case. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying it's like batshit crazy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that it's it's not it's completely made up. I'm saying it was this new ph- phenomenon, and they just said, "Oh, every kid, basically every kid's ADD or ADHD," because everybody everybody was everybody was thrown into that category when most of the kids doctors were just got lazy because, because they were bored. Doctors I, got lazy and just I, decided I, to throw. I, I can't figure out why your kid has all this energy and doesn't want to sit still. Maybe because he's a fucking kid. Yeah. 
Maybe because I gave him a Snickers bar before we came in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe because I gave him basically cake with syrup on top yeah. for breakfast with uh, a cinnamon roll. And for lunch, it was like Pop-Tarts and sugar cookies. Hey, and jack them all and up for on snack sugar. time, it was like pudding filled with sugar. And then for dinner, we might have a piece of protein, but it's probably some type of cheese and other... And for snack time, we have a big... Bucket of fucking Briar's ice cream. Oh yeah, in the and for dessert, it's yeah, like ice cream with chocolate things. syrup and whipped cream and sprinkles and frosting. Pour all that on top of an apple pie. <laughs> they jack these kids up on sugar and caffeine, and we're, then we're, like, why won't they settle down? You're a fucking idiot. That's why. Soda Don't like give six them times soda a day. all day. How about drink that? a soda six times a day? Yeah. Uh, hit a fucking ju- even juice. Gonna... Even juice has sugar in it. So oh, give yeah. a glass of water and tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not going to introduce soda to my child. You ever notice a lot um, of people don't for years like you, you pay attention to, to kids when they go outside and they play they come back in they start getting tired they'll ask for juice because on the sugar yeah because they 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 don't understand the science behind it but their mm-hmm. body knows that it needs the body knows sugar. what it wants mm-hmm. and i th- i think that as we go into society we kind of lose that connection to your body like your body knows what it needs yeah and if you pay attention to it, it'll tell you what it needs. Like when you're a little kid, like I said, with the juice. They know that they need the sugar, but they your, don't know that's what it is. Yeah. Well, your brain is wickedly smart. Like your brain Your is subconscious much, is smarter than you ever will be. Yeah. yeah, it's so much more advanced than we can ever think about. Like it, yeah. it's so crazy. And we're just consciously I mean, dumbing it with drugs and other stuff. But I mean, you know, yeah, we're when we grow in you know, grow up and then we go into society we're we're not paying attention to what our mind and our body is yeah. telling us. Yeah. You know, so we lose that aspect. We just eat what we like. And that's yeah. where, you know, weight problems and all that yeah, shit yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in. You're, if you, like, slow down on, like, scarfing down your food for a minute, your body will tell you, hey, I'm full. Yeah. If you're tired, like, you're yawning because of a lack of... It's just because you have a lack of oxygen because you're not doing anything to stimulate yeah. your body. Like, you need to take in more oxygen. Yeah, well. Say lovey, all the chemicals we put in ourselves. So. so I, I've definitely, like, become more aware of this as I've done research yeah. in the last year or two. I'm definitely trying to be more conscious. I'm not saying I'm going to be perfect, but oh, nobody's yeah. perfect. But I'm definitely going to try to be more conscious. I've tried to eliminate soda. I can't and, eliminate beer because that's just yeah, not going to happen. That's not possible. No, sorry. Especially with your background. That, you know. I I got to have beer. Yeah. Okay. His name is but, um, Beer. He can't yeah. not do <laughs> But, um, I, yeah, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to be the best of the best. Try to be better than who you are now. Yeah, and who you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, well, that is your challenge. I heard someone say a quote, and I can't remember who, but it's like, be the star of your own movie. If the, if you were watching a movie on TV today, on I'd watch in, my in a movie. theater, and you were the star of it, how would the how would the protagonist act? How would how would the star act? Do that shit. Whatever that is, whatever you see them doing, that's what you should be doing. There'd be so many explosions in the, in my movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, be, be, be the a star lot of CG in my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, be the be the the protagonist yeah. in your own exactly. movie. How, how morally I'm, and physically and 
emotionally, that's that's how you should be. Where was this three hours ago? I'm just wondering. I don't know, I, dude. Because I could jump into our that. Our brains out. have been our brains have been firing for a couple hours now. Yeah, yeah. we're starting. We got synapse and shit going now. Yeah, we're, next time, next time <laughs> for the podcast, the yeah, I, I need to wake up a little sooner so yeah, my brain yeah. can kind of wake up with me. You know? Yeah, it really we we really need to get used to this preparation and shit. Yeah, we can't wake up at like one one thirty and then start a two o'clock podcast. Yeah. Like, I need to. I need to at least start drinking coffee. Get rid of the hangover. See, I don't even drink coffee. No, I'll drink coffee. Way too much caffeine in it. So much caffeine. And then I, I love it when people drink decaf. I'm like, why the yeah, fuck are you drinking stupid. coffee? There's no point. <laughs> what are you drinking decaf coffee for? And, uh, it's like, oh yeah, I'm smoking a cigarette, but it doesn't have nicotine in it. You're still getting all the bad <laughs> shit. Yes. <laughs> but none of the good shit. <laughs> the nicotine is what your body is craving. That's why you want the cigarette. But So you're just going to have all the... You're oh. still gonna keep, let yourself be addicted to something. Just avoid some of the other negative consequences, I guess. Not even it, with decaf coffee. It's not even that. All it is is. Well, I guess if you drink like one cup of it in if a day, like, it's it's actually a natural laxative. So, Somewhat, yeah. So it's, it, yeah. Some people say it is, but there hasn't oh, no, been. A, it is. Uh, yeah. there, there, there have been studies. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But there also have been studies that it literally has no nutritional value or bodily like value for your body whatsoever. So there's other people that have said I've read also that it it well, it's not really. Most of the time, if your mind believes it, your body will too. So sure. oh yeah, there was a study I heard about that they gave some people. These pills for whatever I can't remember what it was now, but gave it to them and uh, said, "Here, these are you know these test pills. You take them. These are the real ones. Just so you know." Gave it to them and you know had your your, your baseline study and then your regular. Okay, this yeah. is what this is the this is what changed. And then they gave another test group just sugar pills and told them these are only sugar pills. There's no chemical in these at all, but people it change. They had the exact same success rate, like as whatever the the real version of that was. And the people said, "Oh no, no, you get, you got to get get me more." So they had to give these people more sugar pills. Yeah. <laughs> they believe, yeah. yeah. They, well, they did that on one of the one of the episodes. Effect. Yeah, the, yes, one of the episodes of House. If you ever oh, watched yeah. the show House, he actually did that. He's like. He took this person was like addicted to this male enhancement that he was giving this old guy when it turned out he's just giving him sugar pills. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Here, fill this bottle up with some blue sugar pills or something. You know, and it did and it worked. It he's like, I didn't give you anything. I don't know. It, it's true. Like if you if you start to believe something, like then the mind can do miraculous things. It's very powerful. Well, yeah. It's like some people who go through severe depression, they get like negative health, like their heart will start to shit, shit the bricks. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it will manifest itself I in mean, a physical it's, way. There's so so many medical benefits and just like allowing your mind, uh, just be like happy. allowing your be mind positive. To because when you start to like artificially formulate anxiety for yourself and to panic yourself then that's when you compound the problem like the my biggest my most relevant issue would be with asthma i was i I was just me and my brother had severe asthma when i was a child and 
I know so many people, even during high school, that they had severe asthma too, but they were still experiencing problems because whenever they even felt the slightest shortness of breath, they panic. They, they panic, panic and they're like, "Where's my inhaler? Where's my inhaler?" And then that cause of like, like that you causes know, heart rate more, to yeah, yeah. it causes the heart rate to speed up, which then constricts the airways, which makes you even more short of breath. Which they panic. It just com- they cause their own asthma. They cause their own asthma attack. When yeah. I have not used a, a butyrol inhaler since I was probably like 12 or 13, but I still have severe asthma. And what happens when I start running and I feel out of breath, I'm just, I stop, I calm myself, yeah. and I take a deep breath. Lower your heart rate. And I'm like, I've been doing this for years. I'm not, It's not going to kill me. I'm going to be fine. And sure enough. And everybody's like, oh, well, you probably just grew out of it. I'm like, no. I still experience shortness of breath all the time. I still have allergies. You know, like, I, yeah. I still feel it, like, when I'm around certain, like, I'm immune to my cats, but when I go to other people's houses that have dogs and cats and stuff, like, yeah. I have typical hay fever allergies and stuff. That's and true. I will experience shortness of breath but you will never see me panic or bring it up because, yeah, because I, that's going to cause more problems i i don't you never know that i have experience yeah. it i just i'm just like <sighs> okay just how much time, time do we got we got like five minutes shit <laughs> well it's almost bar time then almost bar time i'm it's going to a tides time. game but that's pretty much a bar for me because yeah. since I picked up, you're getting up, smashed tonight. Anyway. I'm getting smashed for free tonight. I'm not yeah. driving. Somebody's driving me, and they're paying for my beer because I pulled, paid the tab last night. Uh, I don't know what me and Dan are doing. Something we haven't decided. I don't know where we're going after. I know. I know. I'm hitting the lounge at some point. Okay. Well, you, should, you guys should definitely let us know where you're going because I know. Kendall might go down to the oceanfront for the country concerts, but it's funny because Jerry's from Wyoming, and there's a lot of rednecks out there. Yeah. He hates country. Yeah. He listens to, like, Rage Against the Machines, stuff oh, down, stuff like that. Like, I've never met him, so... Well, then, you're a freaking idiot. He's an awesome guy. We had so much fun last night. Like, he, I've been hanging out with the last few days. Like, he's freaking cool, and you're just being a fucking terrible cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Good pep talk, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Now that I feel better about my life. That's, um, that's why I was trying to you know, stimulate your brain by yeah. using reverse psychology. And then you'd be like, maybe I am a terrible cousin. Maybe no, I should be a I'm better awesome cousin. <laughs> you kidding? I stayed out of the way. I didn't, I didn't you know, say any negative shit. <laughs> I, I didn't try to bring her down at all. Exactly. That, I didn't that's try to. A terrific cousin. Look, I'm awesome. I didn't try to talk her out of this wedding. Yeah. See, look, I didn't stand up and be like, I object. I didn't even go, so I could force myself not to object. Yeah. So it's you know, it was it was a choice for her benefit. Okay. That's what so it was. He's, you're, you're doing really good. No, you, you really shouldn't feel bad. But me and Cameron are the only ones who have hung out with. Yeah. Kendall and Jared since they've been here besides grandma y'all can come out to uh, wherever we're you know well I'm saying last night we and I invited Josh and David to a key masters and we yeah. all had an awesome time like they hung out with my friends and we played pool Kendall got drunk Jared had a few beers I had a few beers Cameron got drunk you know yeah David was trashed <laughs> I mean it's you know if we end up at the lounge which, like, like I was saying, I want to do. If you guys know of anywhere cool to, like, where you, the spots where you guys hang out on the weekends, you guys should email us or let us know. Yeah, let us know where some... We're in the 757 area code, so yeah. anyone in the 757, hit us up. Yeah, we'll, we'll travel around. We'll check yeah. out different places. We'll hang out with you guys, have drinks. Like, yeah. we're, we're 
I will pick out the bar tab. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was like, we'll pick up the bar tab. <laughs> okay. We'll buy you a drink. Money back fucking so mad. If, you, if, you, if you email us a location and invite us out to come hang out, we'll buy you a drink. How about that? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll buy you a drink. We'll buy you a drink. But we're trying to find new places in the 757 area code to hang in the out. the Hampton Roads, Hampton Roads area of Virginia. Like I said, we, we're frequent to um, places in Chesapeake, uh, Churchland Code 3, uh, AJ's, Big Woody's. Uh, we go to Key Masters a lot. We like to play pool. Virginia Beach. Yeah. Hence, hence the name, Knights of the Billiards Table, because that's yeah. where we have a lot of our open-ended discussions. And I'm, um, I'm starting to frequent the lounge, which that's not... The lounge, not sure. A, if you, any of you guys go check out the club. lounge. Yeah, that's a cool, yeah. real six days place. A, From what I understand, six days a week, it's not a dance club. They just no, have, the, they it's a, have the hookah, bar, hookah and it's a bar. It's a dance club, but it's um, they have the... Uh, it's more hookah. There's not a lot of people that come out for dancing, so they don't. And it's not trance night. Saturday nights is is trance night. That's what you're used to. Well, I was talking to Corbin. He said like they have it most of the time. They don't have the music blasting like that. Yeah, they don't have they don't have the you know DJ coming in like that. I don't know. As far as, I know, next weekend, guys, um, if you should check it out, next weekend is Sand Soccer down at the Oceanfront. And that place will be I'll packed. Be in the mountains. <laughs> well, Josh has got some, you know, homeless I'm weird getaway trip to go to, so that's fine. I don't, yeah. I don't know what those kids do in the woods together. Shout out to the homos. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're a homosexual, you should hit this guy up. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really got into that. This is how we're coming out to your family, Josh. He's got the uh, Brokeback Mountain Blu-ray DVD. Uh, two disc collectors edition. He's got a Jake Gyllenhaal poster on his wall. Right? <laughs> he masturbates to the Fight Club poster every night. Uh, it just oh, Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. Well, we got to wrap yeah. this shit up. So, but yeah, check out the Oceanfront next weekend. No, I will be today. for all my listeners. I will Thanks, be at guys. the Lunacy more than likely. We do check out a couple of like. Uh, CP Shuckers and for dinner and stuff like that, but generally it's CP Shuckers and then we hit up Lunacy and it's, Lunacy is awesome. Uh, check us out on Twitter at at Billiards Night, B I L L I A R D S K N I G H T. Check us out on Facebook, Knights of the Billiards Table. Email us at billiardsnights at gmail dot com. Well, bitches, it's been a beautiful day. It has been a good day. It has been a but terrible podcast. It's a terrible podcast. <laughs> terrible podcast. We apologize. Yeah. Keep it's, listening, friends. Yeah, we'll get better at this. Yeah, we'll get better. Send in notes so we can get better at this. Yeah, please give notes. Emails, letters. Outside so, of right. that last one sucked. Yeah, we know it sucked. <laughs> We're okay with it. Peace, bitches. I guys. Peace. Stupid. You're so stupid. What a special friend you are. Shutdown sequence initiated. Shutting down.